<laughs> Did you say Ted or Tit Talk? Tit. Well, they're both, really. Yeah. Both. My Teddy Tit Talk. Hey. Teddy Tit Tit Teddy Tit. I subscribe to that. Yes. It's me just talking about the mechanics of boobs. I'm fine with that. Right? Yeah. Like, when you love something, you got to know the ins and outs of it. <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't like that ass pun, Travis? <laughs> um, what, are we, what are we actually talking about today? We're talking about titties. Everybody strap on in. All right. How'd <laughs> you like my like seatbelt pun I, there? I liked it. No, that wasn't where I was, was going with it, but hey. That was a boob pun. Was it? <laughs> It was a bra pun, really. Strap on in. Mm. Strap in your titties. Oh, okay. Okay, question. Favorite word for boobs? Um, boobs is a pretty good contender. Well, there's breasts, which is one that I always, like, my mind goes to, but it mm. never comes out of my mouth. Yeah. And then there's titties, and then there's boobs. Titties. And then some assholes call them boobies, and they are... Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's not a fun word. Hmm. Well, that's not a good word. Because uh, it sounds like, first of all, booby is a is a bird, right? Yeah, the blue-footed yeah. booby. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is adorable, and I love that. But yeah. like, I don't know, man. Um, one one <laughs> strong contender for a bad name is uh, Baps. <laughs> Baps. <laughs> yeah, Baps. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, she's got huge Baps. Learn Who that. Learn, said that? Learn that. From uh, Danny Sexbang. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Sexbang yeah. from Green Game Grow. Oh, okay. Well, he's from the eighties. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? Is that yeah. a thing that people said in the eighties? Yeah. Apparently, that's a th- well, much older than the eighties. Was anybody yeah. having sex outside of cocaine at that time? <laughs> no. I feel like the answer is <laughs> no. No, was no. Danny Sexbang is like it's just a huge nerd, specifically like like a metal nerd. He's from Ninja Sex Party, right? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. guy. Well, I'm explaining to you, but like the listeners mainly. But he loves to be ironically weird, which is why I love the man so fucking much. He's a Ninja Sex Party is a really good band. You guys should check it out. They have mm. an excellent cover album. Oh, they yeah. have two they have excellent. Two now. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yes. They just released their second one. I love their '80s cover album. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, all their all their covers are like '80s covers. Yeah, it's really fucking good. He's like, got a good voice for it. I think. Yeah, I think they did a cover of uh, Africa. By yes, Toto. they did. Africa is, by Toto is a great song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a meme at the moment. Yeah. Yes, it is. I miss those rains down in Africa. Uh, Wait a minute. Are we? Are we what gonna... are the words to that song? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, miss... I miss the rains down in Africa. Yeah. I thought it was, I bless the rains down in Africa. No, it's miss. I yeah, miss the rains down in Africa. I miss the rains. Yeah, I miss the Wait, rains. Wait, why does he miss the rains? Okay, Google. Because... Because Africa he, by Toto. He went to Africa and it was, it was raining and he was like, this is great. I'm not sure. <laughs> Google doesn't know what Africa by Toto is. Thanks, Google. You're just as helpful. She only, hey. heard, she only heard Africa. Google is a lady. Yeah. You said it wasn't a lady earlier. Yeah. Yeah, but the other ones like Siri is a female name. Yeah. Okay. Context. I brought up the fact that I think it's kind of fucked up that all the lady, that all the robot AI ladies are ladies by default. Yeah. Right? Siri, Alexa, Google. Do another one. Google is genderless. The name Google is genderless, but that is a very (laughs) feminine sounding voice. She is coded female. 
Let's see. Just because someone has a fem- feminine-sounding right. voice doesn't mean that they're not genderless, Ari. Yeah, uh, but that's... I've got two options here. i got voice one, which is... Hi, I'm your Google Assistant, here to help you throughout your day. And then I've got voice two, which is... Hi, I'm your Google Assistant, here to help you throughout your day. They don't have a name assigned to them or anything. That being said, they're just male and female. Um, so I really wish that the Microsoft phones, like the Windows phones, yes. would have their own thing, and it would be the Microsoft Sam voice. See, okay. That would uh, be awesome. I would well, use the paperclip. Half of that thing already exists. It's Oracle. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And it's, right. just, and it's just a lady. Well, oh, yeah. They well, also Oracle have, uh, is a woman. Yeah. They have Cortana. Yeah, oh, that's what it is. Where, yeah. where, did, where the fuck did they get an Oracle from? Yeah, you got know. it from Batman. Yeah. Um, hey. Probably. If I could have, uh, what's her name? Well, yeah, like in in Halo, Cortana is yeah. a female AI helper person. Also Look, in all the I'm Lady saying Hope. is I think it's a little... F- well, what about... Yes. Um, it's a little messed up. You want me to change it to voice number two for you? I mean, no, live your life, follow your I, dreams. I'm, I'm just saying. It's a bit like her. It is. I also don't use very much. I mean, I like, I'll ask her, like, be like, hey, okay, Google, what time is it? And she'll tell me what time it is. Oh, good, well, good oh. job, okay, Google. Or the weather. I'll use her to set alarms. Hey, Siri, you know how there's, like, a clock <laughs> right on your front? Stop. And you can, I can just look at that anytime. Stop. But I'm just curious because I want you to tell me. I want to hear it in your pleasing female Siri voice. What time is it? God damn it, I Travis. Know. Siri knows. <laughs> That's your one. <laughs> That's my one. That's the one no. that we said we said at the beginning of the podcast that we'd let you play out one. Oh, that was a bad. No, one. that was two. Was it two? That was two. I didn't know if I had done one or any. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that we gave you two. I'm saying that the counts second time. For two. Yeah, because oh. it was so bad. Oh, dang it. But yeah, um, are we putting all this in? Yes. I yeah. feel like we've been so low energy. We're all very sleepy from eating all this pasta. You okay. Made some... Hold on. I'll get you guys back up. All right. Get your dead ass up, everybody. Get your dead ass up. Hey, you. What are you doing with your dead ass? You're getting it up. That's right. And you over there. Wake up, yeah. dead ass. Oh, my God. My dead ass is erect. Thank right. you. If you're listening to this and you were falling asleep, I hope you're awake now. Yeah. <laughs> get ready. I'm going to I'm going to take that clip. Yeah. And give it. I'm going to give it. I'm going to send it out to any listener who wants it. Just tweet at us, email us something. I will give you this audio clip in case you want Ari telling you to get your dead ass up for your alarms. For a dollar. I would I'm be kidding. honored to help wake somebody up. Yeah. yeah. So if you want that in your life, if you want to, if you want to make that happen, message Travis just, at actually tall. Yeah, or just tweet us at Habcast or something, and I will send you. I will send you that thing. Yeah. Also, um, welcome to Hey Ass Butt. Yeah. Welcome to Hey Ass Butt. You you heard us talk about titties. Yeah, titties. And then, ass, you know, comics. Sexism. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I never gave you the best uh, or my favorite word for uh, boobs. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite word for boobs? It's not boobs. What is it? It's dirty pillows. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's just, oh okay, it's a word, all, it's a word. Mom I don't... from Carrie, please stop abusing your daughter. Second of all, 
it's just a, like whenever I think of like words for boobs, that's the one I think of because it reminds me of the scene from Austin Powers. I never use it in a sexual context. It's just it's a fun thing that makes that's me laugh. That's good for everyone. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm, ha- I'm glad that you're happy. In a sexual context, I just use tips. I'm not glad that you're happy. I yeah. I've heard them described as fun bags, and I think that's also pretty bad. Fun yeah. bags. What? I feel like. You've never heard fun bags before? No, I've used, I've heard oh, okay. fun bags. It's like, what you get against fun and bags? I just don't think bags are particularly fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you met a cat? They <laughs> love bags. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a cat, though. Ducky, yeah. get in a bag right now. Show Ari how much bags, how great bags yeah. are. This She's is the sound of Ducky she, getting yeah, in a bag. No. Yeah. So, all right, so what What do you <laughs> like? She's up in her cat tower, to be angrily looking down at us. Breastesses. Boobs? That's a good one. Titties. That's a good one. End of list. All right, fair enough. Yeah. That's so what I refer boobs, to them as. Boobs and titties, but not boobies or tits. Well, those are both birds. Those are so. birds. Those yeah. Are birds. birds are awesome. <laughs> ben dropped his microphone. <laughs> that made my microphone fall. <laughs> Let's talk about birds. What's your favorite bird? I have no favorite bird. Damn. You know, you know what my favorite birds are my mortal enemy. Yeah, God. You know what my favorite bird is? What? A dead one. Yes. You two. Ben and I Actually, are over here. Oh. You pulled back on I me. I didn't. There we go. <laughs> there we, there Ow. we go. Ow. Ow. Uh, oh, my wrist. All right. All right. The only, the only, the only good birds. Ones I can eat. Articuno, Maltrace, <laughs> Zapdos. That's it. Those are the only good birds. All right. You know well, why? Because they're gonna, not real. I'm not going to give you guys my answer because you obviously don't care. Yeah. Ooh, I also do if like- you want to discuss birds, tweet me <laughs> at actually tall, and I'll have a lovely discussion about birds what's, with someone who actually cares. Bird, I'm not going to tell you guys. What's your favorite the bird? The listeners get to know. You guys don't. Because you don't care about it, birds Is enough. it an eagle? Actually... Can, no. Can I Ooh, you? Let's guess Travis's favorite bird. <laughs> is it a buzzard? No. Okay. Vulture. Those no. are the same as buzzards. <laughs> <laughs> Penguins. No. It's a good one. Sparrows. Ooh. Those are all right. Swallows. Those I like those. Cardinals. Yeah, those are cool. Blue jays. Bluebird. Bluebirds, yeah. Pigeons. Pigeons are okay. Seagull. Nah. Hummingbird. Hummingbirds are <laughs> No, we're just listing birds. Yeah. All right, let's just list birds for 45 minutes and then cut to the show. <laughs> um, hornbill hornbills. Oh, my God, no. Um, what the... about the ones with the big... No. Pelican. And... Pelicans. No. <laughs> Pelicans are Flamingos. terrifying. Yeah. Pelicans will swallow other birds. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. <laughs> Flamingos. No. Dinosaurs are That's, technically related oh my to God, birds. No. Cuckoos. Chickens. No. Kookaburras. Kookaburras are pretty cool. Are they mm. birds? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cockatoos. Well, I've learned something today. Cockatoos are nice. Cockatiels are nice. Parrots. There are a bazillion different kinds of parrots. We're not Large going through- African gay gray parrots. No. Large African gay parrots. Oh. <laughs> emus. Just kidding. That's all parrots. Emus and ostriches. Oh my god. Oh, emus are so mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Emus are terrifying. They're the devil. All right. I'm gonna tell you guys this story. <laughs> my friend Evan, who I'm bandmates with, we've talked about him on the show. Before. Of Evan yeah. Roulette and Evan the Roulette. Yes. That one. Yeah. Um. 
So uh, it was a couple years ago. No, it was last year. Was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. Um, we got a friend of ours to take us to the drive through Safari. Yes, yeah. I love that place. So Ooh, yeah. for our listeners that don't know, here in Huntsville, like uh, outside of town on the south. The drive through Zoo. There is a drive through Zoo. You drive up your car and you just drive through and all these animals are walking around and you buy a big bucket of food and feed these animals with cups. We say animals, it's 75% emus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's it 75% emus. 15 about or 25% everything else. 25, no, uh, 75% emus, probably like 20% deer. And then, <laughs> that aren't part yeah. of the zoo. Yeah. They're just there. They're just they there. just travel through and, and like to get fed. Let me give you a tip right quick for going through the, the drive-thru zoo. They have zoo. a yak. They do have a yak. <laughs> uh, here's a solid tip for going to the drive-thru zoo. Take someone else's car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gonna, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Take an old car. Yeah. Yes. Take an old car there. And not yeah. your own. You trick a friend and go to go. Yeah, no, that's exactly what we did. We got a friend of ours to drive us there because both Evan and I had never been to it before. Nice. And not only did we go, uh, we got smashed. (laughs) Yes. We both had giant bottles of whiskey. And uh, we, it was 10 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that makes the story better because so, you had to have started at least 9.30. So we, we met at 9.30 in a parking lot in South Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all met there and then got into her car. And then Evan and I both got in the back and just started just drinking pounding. it up. Just pounding, pounding drinks it down. down. Going as fast as we can before we get there on the way. And it took like 20 minutes to get there. Jesus. So we're like drunk as shit going through this zoo. And there are moments there are moments in time where like we were there like we were the second people in line there. Mm. And when you go there that early, the animals haven't been eating food all day from mm. the people. Yeah. So they were ravenous. Yeah. And so there was like a ram had walked up and was literally like headbutting the car. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Give me some fucking food. And then yeah. a llama fucking llama walks up and i they they tell you to uh like throw the food out and not not like which not a single human being does yeah everyone who i've i've been through that zoo a couple times and literally everybody puts in their hands and sticks their hands outside of the car yeah risking life and limb so so that an animal mouth will touch here's what happened with this fucking llama yeah i filled a cup up with food like all the way up with food Mm -hmm. and i was about to throw it out this llama grabs the cup from me <laughs> and tips it up like this. Tips the whole thing up. And then it's just eating food out of the cup and eating food out of the cup. And I was just like, all right, well, this adventure is over for me because that cup's fucking gone. I'm never going to say that. And then the llama spits the cup back into the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's yeah. adorable. Jesus. And so we go along as going through it, and then we get to these fucking emus. And Evan, I'm, like, trying to roll my window up because emus, as much as I love birds, emus are terrifying. Yeah. And Evan rolls down. He, like, like leans across me, rolls down my window, and then I'm also too drunk to do anything about it. Evan sticks the cup of food in front of my face. Where then an emu starts putting his head into the car to start pecking out of the cup six inches away from my face. 
<laughs> and that. <laughs> That was the most terrified I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, shit. Yeah. So. Why do you like birds so much? Yeah. What birds the, are awesome. Why are llamas are your favorite First birds? First of all, they used Why are to, llamas your favorite oh, birds? What the fuck is happening? Um, oh, just listen. Ben doesn't know a lot about birds. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know a lot about birds. He knows even less than I do. <laughs> Oh, birds are cool. They yeah. used to be dinosaurs. Yeah. And they're just in Legend of Zelda games. Plus, there's some, like, domesticated birds that are basically like toddlers, and they're adorable. Are toddlers adorable? No. It's contextual. <laughs> I think a bird no. doing toddler things is much cuter than a toddler doing toddler things. Yeah, they always got their fucking tiaras and yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, there is a, um, there is a YouTube channel... Where there's this guy who just films his, I think it's a, it's a cockatiel. It's the, it's the white. Uh, With like, like the yellow thing on the tail. It doesn't have yellow. It's just all white. But it mm. does, it, they get, they're very aggressive and they will like raise uh, their yeah, crown yeah, up yeah. a lot. Uh, but <laughs> like he'll stack up these cups and then the bird will just come like running through and knock all the cups over. And then there was this. Welcome back to bird watching with yeah. Ari, Travis, and Ben. <laughs> there this week, uh... Travis is going through his experiences with birds <laughs> on the internet. And then there's Next this week, Ari will mention how she's killed two with her bare hands. <laughs> no stone required. And um, <laughs> there's another one where the bird is just like chilling, and he has a cup in his hand, and he keeps like bringing the cup to his beak, and he's screaming into it, and it's like, <laughs> it's really Wait, cute in his hand. Yeah, and it's like. Claw. In, in his wing. No, in his in his claw. His like he's standing claw. on one foot. Oh, and then okay. he's grabbing the cup with the other one, and he can bring it to his face, and he's going. Ah! Okay, I do know some toddlers that do that, yeah. so yeah. not totally crazy. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the like the videos of like the similar bird like running through the shit uh, playing soccer? Yeah, and gets like hype as fuck when he makes a goal. <laughs> oh, that's fucking cool. Have you yeah. seen the video that's just cats acting like like big jungle cats acting like all cats? Yes. Those are always great. Another one beneath it, it says, all cats is the same. All cats is, is the same. Is Pretzels it, is the same. That's the same. Cats is it, is the same. Is it bad that we're doing, like, the ultimate visual? Yeah, we're like, like, hey, here's this video <laughs> I saw. About- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the entire second half of the podcast is talking about a video, so yeah, that's it's like not a, totally crazy. That, that's yeah. a video that is, like, easily, easily accepted. Like, like it's easy to grasp. Yeah, like you can go right. just on well, Netflix running, and watch well, it with us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the short answer is we're not going to do a meta analysis on this bird being adorable. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, the short of it is, I think birds are cute and they're nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, we All have right. different definitions of cute and yeah. nice. Okay. <laughs> this is true. He did not appreciate the dogs at the house we stayed at Friday night. I appreciated them a little it, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. I I touched them. You did. You got to pet them. They were yeah. adorable. Yeah. It was a uh, like a chocolate lab. Did you guys, uh, you guys went to a sweet B and B for your honeymoon. Yes, we did. Yeah. Actually, fun fact: <laughs> yeah. uh, Janice did think we were gay for a second. Yeah, that was really funny. That was funny as hell because she was like, "Okay, there's one, there's one big bed and one small bed, and I don't know if you guys are like gay or anything. It's fine if you are, <laughs> but in case you're not, not that it matters. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah." yeah. But uh, it was Long cool. story short, uh, Travis is not that bad to sleep with. Oh, 
<laughs> no, long story short, I'm better at rock, paper, scissors than Ben is. We, 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 we had to go a few extra rounds. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. We tied. Yeah. We we were like best two out of three, and we tied, and then I yeah. brought it out in the end. Yeah. Why were you guys sleeping together? Uh, we went on a road trip for a show down in yeah. Tallahassee, Florida. Tallahassee, mm. Florida. Yeah. And tell us about the fine city of Tallahassee it in the was, fine state of Florida. Well, we uh, didn't really stay in Tallahassee much. Like, we just went to Tallahassee to do the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were mostly in uh, a little town about uh, 45, 50 minutes out called Carabelle. Mm. It was a lovely little yeah. fishing town. Which is, is it's on the bay, right? It yeah. wasn't the coast. It was on, like, this little inlet bay of yeah. Florida. Yeah, so it was, it was in this little bay, and there's just like a nice little group of like little fishing towns. Yeah, that uh, sounds adorable. We stayed yeah. with like this what a uh, mid sixties. Yeah, old. she was like, I, she was about sixty, yeah. uh, and she was from Ireland, and just like she was from Ireland, Ireland. Yeah, like she had lived in Ireland for about thirty years of her life. Where did Damn. she? Say and then she moved was, over here. What city was she from? The one that's not Dublin. No, it wasn't like. Well, <laughs> she said it was like the Belfast? rough one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she's from Belfast. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Is that in Ireland? Yes, yes. I okay. believe so. Good. That's good. Yeah. Uh but it was so much fun like fucking around with her. She was hilarious. Yeah, she was hilarious. She was a great conversationalist. Yeah. She was very charismatic. That's awesome. Which is great because I've never used Airbnb and I was like we could potentially get murdered. Yeah. But in, like an older Irish lady, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh we would be the idea behind a great uh, scary movie called uh, Scare B&B. The murderer would be called The Banshee. (laughs) But we asked her where we should go for dinner. Mm-hmm. And she asks us where we're going. We said Tallahassee, kind of in like the middle of Tallahassee, like almost not kind of downtown kind of place. And she just takes us like on the route to Tallahassee, like, going through the places we would pass and suggesting why we should pass these places. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. And then she was like, all right, you're going to cross this bridge, and you're going to see two restaurants. One is called Angelo's. Basically, all you're paying for is to sit over the water and eat okay fish and shitty sides, or shite sides, as she yeah, said. Yeah, she nice. said, all oh, the sides are shite. It was adorable. And then she said, then there's a place next to it called Tropical Traders. Eat there. Yeah. Mm. It's decent. Owned, owned by the same people that owned Angelo's, but... Not as fancy. Not as fancy. Yeah. Well, the food was got yeah. like five it, stars. It was for incredible. Real. Yeah. Uh, it was like this little hole-in-the-wall, kind of shady little place looking. Mm-hmm. Did not look like much. Yeah. It was very... I feel like it was very sustained by its regulars. Yeah. yeah. Because everything down there was. Because people would walk in the door and be like, hey... And they'd be like, it's hey, Nick. Yeah. yeah, they'd be like, they'd know each other by first name and everything yeah, like that. It was, it was cool. Yeah. It was like a, kind of like a, well, if you're in, in the Huntsville area, it was very similar if it was like a seafoody Maggie Myers. Oh, yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. But yeah, it, was, it was fantastic. I would love to go there again. Yeah. Uh, the food was fucking amazing. I would suggest anything on the menu. Absolutely. And the key lime pie, fucking get key it. Key lime pie. All right. So we were there, and I had this huge plate of food. It was shrimp, it was deviled crab, it was fried mullet, and I was... I thought you got the grouper. No, it was mullet. Oh, okay. I was fucking stuffed. It was a hell of a mullet. The and 80s then, would be proud. And then our our um, server walks by, and she's like, 
well, do you guys want anything for dessert? And I said, oh, I am stuffed. And then she, completely ignoring that, said, well, we have key lime pie and we have peanut butter chocolate chip pie. And I was like, oh, you fucking said it. Get me that. Well, I'm glad but, you guys had a good time. Yeah. But while he was getting the pie talk, I was going to the bathroom, which something amazing happened. Uh, by amazing, I mean I got a pretty decent bit out of it, and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I hate to preface it with that. but uh, So I go to the bathroom. Uh, the only thing we had eaten all day was Huddle House by my house, mm-hmm. seven hours away. Mm-hmm. And so my, my belly's a little rumbling. I'm hungry. Other things need to happen as well. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to head to the bathroom. And so I'm going down to business, and it's taking a while because it was Huddle House. And I hear this little kid knock, and he's knocking on the door like he's the fucking police. <laughs> the cop knock? Yeah, the real high, like, hard knock. Yep. And then that's when I hear the dad go. He's like, hey, bud, somebody's in there. We need to let them finish up, and then we can go. And that's when the kid starts to cry. <laughs> and I mean, like, his ass is getting beat on Christmas hard. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so I've, I've eventually finished because... Takes a while. And I'm washing my hands and I come out, and that's when, like, two little kids, like, their mamas are down on their knees, like, trying to console them and everything. And then the one who is cop knocking on the door, he runs into the bathroom and starts crying again. And that's when the dad walks in and he says, Hey, bud, why are you crying? And then he goes, Oh, shit. I see why you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when I go order a slice of key lime pot. That is hilarious. <laughs> I love that. I hate telling toilet humor jokes, but shit like that, you can't pass up. No, you can't. (laughs) Literally, am I right? Hey. Hey. I'm disappointed (laughs) in myself for that joke. (laughs) I'll give you a clap on that one. So, um, I'm glad you guys had a good time. It was fan goddamn. It was great. Uh, Let's move away from the shit talk. The shit talk. And into some very serious talk. Let's have a very serious discussion about the nature of art and theft. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What you got? What you got? Okay. So, I have had... I love Lady Gaga, right? I already love this conversation. I love Lady Gaga. Where is this going? Yeah. Let's go downhill. Just wait in my butts. Just wait. Strap the fuck in. I love Lady Gaga so much. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite songs from her is Born This Way. I don't know if you know this. It sounds a titch like another very famous song about, you know, being yourself, Mm -hmm. your gay, gay self. And that song is Express Yourself by Madonna. Right. And if you listen to both songs, they sound very similar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well... I feel like Lady Gaga pulled a lot of inspiration from Madonna. Exactly. I have had so many arguments with friends who were like, oh, Lady Gaga's just ripping off Madonna. And it's like... Like, she's not ripping off Madonna. She's, she's building our, on Madonna. Yeah, she's building on Madonna. She is our generation's Madonna. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is I think that it doesn't come from a place of, like, loving Madonna. I think it comes from a place of wanting to shit on Lady Gaga. And whenever somebody talks about this, I like to bring up the fact that Shakespeare is nothing but a joke thief. Pretty much. He is just the biggest literary thief in the fucking world. He wrote Romeo and Juliet. The idea he got from for Romeo and Juliet was from a poem also titled Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) 
That's just like copy and pasting a, a fucking paper from the internet. Yeah, not man. even changing the name on it. It's basically plagiarism. Well, he added some thing. scenes. And, okay. It's not basically plagiarism. Yeah. Because what makes Shakespeare Shakespeare is not the plots or the characters; it's the language. Yeah. Exactly. And his sympathy for people. Mm. He humanizes people. Okay. Usually. And yeah, so that's kind of what I want to talk about today is like, well, what are your influences? Why, what do you, what are the things that you do that remind you of other people and other artists? Well, um, oh, like in our comedy or in anything, in anything, mm. I mean, particularly in comedy, cause that's yeah. what we all are, but yeah. like, or, but I think it's so important to remember that we are standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah. Mm. What, which is a very esoteric phrase, but basically, I think to make anything original at this point, you have to pull enough references and mix enough things together to make it original that you can't really see the thing. Mm-hmm. Like a cake. When you see a cake, you don't see the flour, the eggs, or anything like that. You just see the finished product. Right. Which is where we are with media now. Uh, but... In, like, Shakespearean days, it was, like, early enough to be like, hey, you got this from Bob, and he wrote it, like, last week. Come on, now. And Willie would be like, no, man, I yeah, I thought of it. Yeah, it just <laughs> popped in my head. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, like, these days, you can pull from millennia of works. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. And I feel like even, you know, I think throughout time, all of the stories that we know and love are all based off some kind of legend or religious story, or yeah. and, and then it goes from that into myth or cultural yeah, idea, myth or cultural idea, and then it all comes together to become what it is. Yeah, uh, like we have Stranger Things because we had the Goonies, and we yeah. had the Goonies because we had, you know. Uh, Long John Silver and Treasure Island. Exactly. And we had Treasure Island because we had Sinbad. Yeah. Sinbad. And, and all that fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. So Why, every I'm, everything comes from itself. Mm-hmm. To go further back, we could have like even like Jason and the Argonauts and like things like yeah. that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or, or the Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we uh, all art is just building on each other and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm. You have to be, I think it's so important for you to be aware of what your influences are yeah. Yeah. so that you, you can create something out of that. But, I, I think that's something that's what makes good media these days mm-hmm. yeah. is people that create this are self-aware of what they're doing. Yeah. And they know how to mask like that. They're stealing something. Yeah. Yeah. Because all good artists steal. Yeah. Um, okay, artists like borrow. What great is, artists steal. Um, mm. Like the Lion King yeah. is basically Hamlet. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to disagree with you there. <laughs> it's basically Henry the Fourth and Fifth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Lion King is basically Shakespearean. Yes. Okay. It's definitely influenced by that. But yeah. I will say we can like sugarcoat it all we want by saying like the good artists steal and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh but at the end of the day, you have to mix up enough things to be like, oh, I made a new thing. Yeah. You just can't go to the store and buy like a little package of craft cheese no, you don't and be like, this off. is my cheese. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it can't be one to one. Yeah. Like a vanilla ice and queen. Sure. It can't be 
Uh, I can't remember what Vanilla Ice song it is. Ice Ice Baby. It's Ice Ice but Baby. But at the same time, yeah. and look at pressure. all the sampling yes. that does happen. Exactly. You know, in hip hop since the, the beginning of hip hop, like I don't know a whole lot about Vanilla Ice. Did he ever come out saying no? Like I just like got this from Queen, or did he was like no? I made this because it's one to one. No, I I think he finally did okay. because that. The thing, of, the whole thing about that was that was when sampling was so in its infancy yeah. that anything that was sampled, everyone thought it was stolen. Yeah, yeah. Because in a sense, it was. Yeah. Well, but I think we've gotten to this point where music is so much more collaborative now yeah. that we're more okay with sampling. Like almost all the hip hop things mm-hmm. I listen to are just filled with samples. Like yeah. it's almost. The only thing original in it is the drum, the kick drum, and the snare. Well, and I also want to say I don't think Ice Ice Baby uses a Queen sample, the Under Pressure sample. I don't you think, think it's th- sampling from Under Pressure. I think it's just different the- enough. It's not a straight sample, yeah. But it sounds too similar. Yeah. I think the best samples for me hmm. are when it takes a pre-existing song and. Does something different with it. Yeah. And Ice Ice Baby doesn't really do that. And I yeah. think that's the problem people have with it. It's just a straight steal. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like one of the most sampled songs in like hip hop, especially like indie hip hop, is mm. Roller Coaster of Love. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's that bump, 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 bump. And it's just, it's just got a really good drive to it. Yeah. Um, so that's one I hear a lot. So there's like, there's good samples. Mm hmm. And then there's bad samples. But there's you, good you think stealing, I, but, and then there's lazy stealing. Exactly. Yeah, this, and that's what I want to talk about, the lazy, bad stuff. Because there's a Kid Rock song. I already know. Yes, you're I know not, what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, the, yeah, that one. The one where he just like just uses a bunch of Metallica songs. It's Werewolf in London. No, and we're not talking about the same thing. Never mind. No. I'm talking about the Kid Rock song where that's Leonard Skinnerd. Oh, the the all summer long song. Yeah, yeah, that one's just yeah. Uh, the whole where it's just him doing different lyrics to "Sweet Home Alabama." Mm. Yes, <laughs> like talking about living in uh, Michigan. Yeah, but uh, it's one, "Sweet Home Alabama," but you're from Michigan, so you can't do "Sweet Home Alabama." Well, like, there was, I think. The, also, that song's already been done. I yeah. think the line is. Uh, no one wants to hear about Michigan. We were singing "Sweet Home Alabama" all summer long. That's or something the hook, like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the song I'm talking about is like the more upbeat, like angry song. He's trying to go back to his like when he was young. Uh, Bob, his roots. His back to Bob with a bar. Yeah. <laughs> to be, all, right, be, all right. I'll be real honest with you. When I was in middle school and like. like Yo, Bob with a bar was a fucking banger in middle school. It was hype as fuck. <laughs> but I don't know. Kid Rock is 40s or 50s. Yeah. Like I'm not saying you can't get like down with it when you're fucking. Like when you get in like that age. Yeah. But I don't know, man. You could. There's better bands to use than Metallica. Did I like. You, I did like... you know that um, Master of Puppets was actually listed as um, historically and culturally significant in I, the Library of Congress? I can believe it because it's surprised. very influential. Because yeah. it's like it's one of those albums that got people into. Metal. Oh yeah, if yeah. got me into metal. If you're yeah. if you're 12 years old and you're discovering metal music for the first time, you're probably gonna find Ma- Master of Puppets. You're probably going to find whatever... Um, the Black Album. The yeah. Black Album. You're going to find the uh, that Iron Maiden album that has Run to the Hills on it. I think that's what the name... Uh, what the fuck is the name? Is there, I don't know. There's like six million Iron Maiden albums. <laughs> well, there's also um, six billion fucking members. Yeah. Never forget that one of the most influential directors of the 20th century is Lenny Reichenstahl. Slash animators. 
You guys don't know who I'm talking about. Give us a little She's the woman who directed all of Hitler's propaganda films. Oh, And she is one of the most influential directors slash animators ever. That is true. And so, yeah, just because something's not good or bad, it doesn't mean that that can't influence a lot of people, unfortunately. I I mean, Birth of a Great Nation basically created what we think of as narrative film. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I like to think that Kid Rock influenced a lot of people to make better music. Exactly. Yes. I want to quote a tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, there's Uh, actually an MLA format for that if you want to use it. (laughs) There's a tweet that says... Um, you know how the argument was, well, if you don't like it, go make your own. Yeah. And now that we're making our own, everyone's like, what's all this gay shit? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That tweet keeps me warm. Yeah. Keeps me warm on many cold nights. Yeah. Yeah. Brought my husband back from the war. Can you guys tell what, like, month of the year we record our episodes in based on what memes we quote? Let That's us, the question. Yeah, let us know. There are memes of the month, so I'm yeah. going to guess yeah. yes. Yeah. Let us yeah. let us know. Or we're just super behind the times. You'll yeah. never know. Yeah, Actually, about, you do know. We're like, what, almost nine months behind in the times, if you want to get specific with it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're seven months behind the times. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. This episode's probably going to come out in June. Well, it, July it's November right now. is the six-month... From distance from, we're eight months behind the time. Mm. July, it's January, July. That's six months. Uh, that that tweet I quoted, by the way, is attributed to at Glitter Vault. Check their shit out. Yeah, they're probably funny. I like, know. subscribe, uh, send them a fruit basket. Uh, I don't know how Twitter works. <laughs> <laughs> Ben is bad at Twitter. Yeah, that's the one I don't use. Yeah, see, I, fair, I use we're all bad at Twitter. Yeah, I use Instagram way more than I use Twitter. Half of my tweets are I posted this picture on Instagram. There you go. <laughs> because we had a conversation about that in Florida. Yeah. Because uh, if you don't say anything, uh, Twitter automatically gives you a thing to put. Yeah. On. So if you if you post a Twitter, if you post an Instagram thing, and then say cross post it to Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, if you do it to Twitter. Um, it automatically generates the phrase, I just posted a photo. Because uh, it knows that if something gets cross-posted to Twitter that is just a link, it will pro- it will most likely be marked as spam. Hmm. Yep. All right. Well, going back to, like, things that are steel that are bad. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. We got off track. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put forward the movie Barbed Wire. What is that? <laughs> Are you it talking is about a gender-flipped remake of Casablanca. Are we talking about what? the Pam Anderson movie? Yes, we are. Yes. Yes. Okay. What? So there is this comic book called oh. Bob Barbed Wire, oh, which God. is set in the near future, um, and this woman named Barbed Wire <laughs> runs a, we'll call it a watering hole. And she meets this man that she had in, uh, it's the plot of Casablanca. Okay. Have you seen Casablanca? Yeah, I've seen, That's it. I've seen Casablanca. Except it's, except it's rewritten to be like sci-fi-y and also barbed wire is, um, t- like a mercenary t- type and also she's played by Pan Anderson and also she hates being called babe. Yeah. If you call her babe, she'll go, don't call me babe. 
and then she'll drop a tank on you. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. I may have seen screenshots from that. Yes. I, the, the only thing I wish Barbed Wire had in it was uh, the line, here's to looking at boobs, kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what happens. No, it's not. Uh, that no, would have been, a, they missed an opportunity. Yeah, they because did. Because she is dressed like a fetish model. <laughs> yep. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It goes along with the name. Yeah. Mm. Except maybe if you're living in the near dystopian future, you want to wear something sensible. Wasn't it said in like 2005? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm it's kidding. It's said in like 2020. Yeah. So this oh. is what we have to look forward <laughs> so to in, in three like years. Two years. Yeah. Two or three years. Yeah. yeah. Just about. Um, no, I don't know what it said. But it was a comic book. And I haven't read the comic book. So that's why I said the movie. The yeah. movie is real bad. Yeah. It, it is. didn't have to be bad. It's just that, you know. The writing's bad, and mm. it doesn't look very good, and well, it's not shot well, well, and Pam's not a great actress. Yeah. Uh, None but of those things were working in its favor. It was. It's just one of those movies that didn't have a chance, because at the time of the making of the film... All comic book movies sucked ass. Yeah, yeah. and no one really wanted to make a good sci-fi movie, Yeah, because everybody wanted to make more... like. Realistic movies is well, probably the better we were way to in go. In a yeah. very dark time period where all the movies had to be like gritty realism. Yeah, like think Daredevil. Oh, you, right? You mean like oh, you mean yeah. like now the where Daredevil every movie... movie was very like yeah Ugh. yeah. yeah. It's just um, where it was kind of goofy because it's mm. a superhero product and superheroes look superheroes are just kind of goofy inherently yeah. Yeah. it's kind of dumb that bruce wayne instead of going to a therapist when his parents died and becoming a doctor decided to dress up as a bat and fight crime yeah it's just kind of silly right yeah sorry everybody <laughs> so i think that they tried in the like early 2000s mm. they tried to go gritty dark but they didn't have like the correct, but they wanted to keep some of the goofiness in there, mm. yeah. and that's how you get scenes like Electra and Daredevil fighting on a yeah. on a uh, <laughs> what are those things called? The, the things that things, go up and down. Like yeah, this. they go up and down like this. An elevator? No, an it's, escalator. It's in a, it's in a, uh, a children's playground. A, uh, a seesaw. Seesaw. Yeah. Oh my God. Fighting on a seesaw. Kung Fu on a seesaw, It's been a long time since I've seen that old Daredevil movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so Barbed Wire, which is kind of silly to begin with because it's a dystopian, gender-flipped, futuristic version of Casablanca. Yeah. And they just were trying too hard to be like, yeah, we're edgy. Yeah. Aren't we cool? Isn't everything we do cool and badass? There's one really cool movie from about the same time period. It's animated. I think we've talked about it before. Uh, heavy metal. Yeah, that's from the eighties. Isn't it? I thought Barbed Wire was like eighty eight, eighty nine, or something. No, I can't look it up. Okay, but no, I, like that's like Heavy Metal is one of those movies where it knows it's edgy, it knows it's dark, but it has fun with it because it doesn't take itself too seriously because mm -hmm. it doesn't feel bad for making fun of itself. Y'all, I didn't look up Barbed Wire movie. I just looked up Barbed Wire, and guess what I got? An article on Bob Barbed Wire. Sweet. Hey. Barbed Wire came out in 1996. Yep. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, it's a super recent thing. Or Barbed well, Wire is her name. It's 20 years ago at this point. Yeah, oh, so like super God. recent. Yeah, super recent. Yeah, but... Damn. Yeah. The plot of the film is loosely based on the plot of Casablanca. No shit. Oh, man. 
It's not loosely based on a goddamn it's, thing. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we're living in an age where comic book movies are pretty much making all the money. They're the wow. And you know what yeah. I think? You know what I think helped make comic book movies good? What? I think it's YouTube. Yeah. Really? I think... So, I draw a lot of parallels between action... Action-based, graphic-based YouTube channels. Yeah. Um, and especially the movie Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's where I started noticing this change. Is there were a bunch of YouTube channels like Freddie W and Quarter Digital. And they're all very successful nowadays. Yeah. They do a lot of very like video gamey, action-based videos. And they mm-hmm. all have a lot of like video effects and... Cool, cool guns and sounds and zip, 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 zap. Yeah. And all of those YouTube channels were at like the height of their popularity Mm. when Scott Pilgrim came out. And Scott Pilgrim is also very stylized and very VFX and very like zip, zap, zip, bop. Very. It is like that. Yeah. It is exactly like that. And those all are together. And I think. That's part of why, and I, I know Scott Pilgrim came out like before Iron Man or whatever, yeah, or after Iron Man. But Iron um, Man came out in two thousand eight. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim came out in twenty ten. Yeah, exactly. But I still think um, just independent filmmakers, look at least loosely influencing each other, mm. uh, helped make comic book movies good. Because then producers were able to go on YouTube and look at what do people think is good. Mm. Well, I actually think the whole like comic book boon is actually for a lot of reasons. Um, I think we can even go back as far as Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's true. Because Lord of the Rings really changed filmmaking. It did. It was it was a fucking feat of yeah. uh, uh, fucking visual effects. Yeah. Do you want to know in the well, same way that just Dr- visual effects. In the same way that Jurassic Park was. But it's not yeah. even just visual effects. It changed how movies are made. Mm-hmm. In the fact that well, first of all, it's one of the only genre movies, and by genre, of course, I mean sci-fi, fantasy, historical fiction, or romance mm-hmm. to win an Oscar for yeah. Best Picture. Mm. Right? Because usually Best Picture this is oh, hold on. Ari don't go on a tangent about how the Oscars are bullshit. Um, let's go on a tangent about how all award shows are bullshit. Yes. Anyway, oh, I'm God. kidding. Let's. That's an episode by itself. Yeah. Any hoozle. Okay, so um, Best Picture is usually reserved, especially in the early 2000s, was reserved for moody drama pieces. Yeah. Shitty, moody drama pieces. Crash has an Oscar. All right, I'm done. <laughs> um, uh... And uh, so, but Lord of the Rings was one of the first movies that... They the original plan was yeah. to do like one movie, and then they were going to do two movies, and then Peter Jackson finally finagled doing three, and mm. they filmed them all at one time. Yeah, God damn. well they they filmed one after the other after the other. No, yeah. they filmed them in two years. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, and then they released them one year after the other after the other. Okay, but what was, I was crazy about Harry it? Potter. Yes, but well, what was well they had to film Harry Potter one after the other after the other because those kids were going to age. Yeah. Isn't like, what's his name? The Avatar guy? Was it a uh, any hoozle? Isn't he like filming the next eight Avatar movies? Like, as, like just bam, 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 bam. I bam, don't bam, know bam. because I care about Avatar so much less than I care 
flip about Lord of the Rings. Also, okay. that's James Cameron. Here oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. James Cameron, wildly successful filmmaker. For weird reasons. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Titanic. Titanic. Titanic and Terminator 2. Yeah. Do you know why he got, why he made Titanic? To make Avatar? No. Because he wanted to find the Titanic. Really? Yeah, that was yeah. like half of the production budget of the movie Titanic. Yeah. Was they actually went on expeditions to find the Titanic boat. So you know how I've talked about on this very podcast the fact that I haven't seen Titanic? Yeah. At confession time, I tried watching Titanic once. Mm. This was when I was a small baby child. Oh. And mm. I wasn't as into documentary film as I am now. And mm. the opening of that movie looks like a documentary film. And I was like... Yeah, it does. Oh, I thought this was a narrative. All right, turn off. Yeah. And I watched like the first ten minutes of Titanic and then I was done. Right. Because I was like, this is boring. Because it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, um, but so yeah. So it was crazy because they didn't know if they... We're going. Those movies were going to be successful, yeah. right? I mean, before the Lord of the Rings, most fantasy movies were either animated or garbage. And I don't mean garbage isn't bad. I mean not popular. Yeah, I can, I can get behind. You know, that. super niche, right? Yeah, like Dune, a Death Race. Well, that's sci-fi. Well, both. Well, it's science fantasy, yeah. but like sci-fi typically does better in the box mm. office than fantasy does. I mean, look at Star Wars. Which is science fantasy, but it's still sci-fi. Yeah. There's kind of this idea that, like, sci-fi is better than fantasy. We're not going to have this conversation. Yeah, we're not going to have this conversation We're about to have a three conversation about how sci-fi isn't better than fantasy. Oh, God. Right now. No, we don't have time for that. Uh, No, we don't. Later. Later, baby. Later. (laughs) Just in case you guys are ever like, oh, I wonder wonder what Ari's pillow talk is like. It's this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you want to hear the trends in literary fiction and also movies? No? Okay. (laughs) We're never going to see each other again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think that with The Lord of the Rings, people were starting to see, like, yeah, you could do these huge, like... You could plan out these movies mm. and film them all at once and de- and have an audience to depend on. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that coupled with, yeah, like you said, this idea that not every superhero movie had to be as realistic as possible. Mm. And also just the early 2000s to, you know, now, which is just Hollywood mining nostalgic product properties yeah. Yeah. and making movies about them. Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising to me that, uh, you know... Comic book. Comic books have come back. There was an article I read. Well, not comic books, but comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Kind of recently describing that comic book movies are just the new westerns. Because like back yeah. in the day, you could make a western about anything and people would watch it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like today, make a movie about any kind of comic book hero you can find. Yeah. Somebody's going to go watch that movie. And they both tap into a nostalgic feeling about America's past. Exactly. That's very true. Yeah. Even though Westerns are just about as fake as comic books. Yeah. Uh, so all this Faker talk. Faker in some ways. Yeah. Very true. Because uh, at least comic books have, like, you know, black people in them. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh. I mean, you, not as many as they should be, but they do exist. Have you never seen Blazing Saddles? That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Blazing uh, Saddles isn't a Western. It's a parody of it's a, a Western. It's fair enough. Blazing Saddles killed the Western. Yeah. But, but speaking of uh, genres that are, at, like, just void of black people, uh... I have a dream. I hope that com- that video game movies 
at some point get the same treatment as westerns and comic book movies. I don't think video game movies will ever be as good as comic book movies. I d- Hold I, on. I have, like, I'm going to make the Resident Evil franchise again, and oh, I will God. make it fucking good. If I had the money, the manpower, and the people behind me to do so, I, I could think, make great films. Guys. I think that's impossible. Guys, we have a good comic book movie, and that movie is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. You're right. That movie is a comic book movie, or not a comic book movie, a video game movie. Mm-hmm. Was it was it based on a video game, or was it based? No. no, but it is. But it is so influenced by video games, it can't not be a video game movie. I'm talking about a straight up, just good, it's like an adaptation. Yes. Yeah. Well, then, see, I think that's impossible. I think, I think it can think be done. Do yeah. But I think, and actually, we talked about this the other day. Mm. Did okay. We? Yes, we talked about this. Okay. Because I was talking about the fact that Chris McKay. The will-be director of the Nightwing movie has all my hopes and dreams in his pocket. (laughs) And I am hopeful because he seems to really love that character. He really loves Nightwing. Mm. But I am reminded of, every time I think of that, I am reminded of Doug Jones, who directed Warhammer. Mm. And if there's one thing you can't accuse Doug Jones of, is you can't accuse him of not loving Warhammer. Yeah. And that's part of the problem with that movie is that he's so married to the mythos that he can't write a good story. That's mm. the problem with the Silent Hill movies. Yes. I will say the first one, it's all right. The second one is not as bad as people say it is. Mm-hmm. They're just a yeah. solid six, seven. Yeah. That's it. And as a filmmaker, you really have to walk that line. Like uh, if you watch um, the Lord of the Rings like behind the scenes stuff as much mm. as I did, you'll know that uh like Peter Jackson had to decide yes that the movies were basically the main part of the movie was going to be Sam and Frodo's story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else does all these other great things and they touch on that but the, all the focus is really on Sam and Frodo. He had it, to choose to cut yeah. things. And that's literally all you would have to do for video game movies to be good. Exactly. So yeah. but that's Video games are to a point where they are basically their own movie. They are. Where I feel like you can get so much more content and enjoyability out of a video game by itself. You don't need a supplementary movie with it. You are very much not wrong with that. But I just want... Because I I have a love-hate relationship with the Resident Evil movies. (laughs) I saw most of them in theaters. I saw the last one in theater because I had to. Yeah. Uh... But I think if they had just focused, if also if Paul W. S. Anderson wasn't just so far up Mia Jokovic's ass, <laughs> uh, well, re- a girl can dream, I, right? I'm not saying like I have anything against their marriage or anything like that, but she like the movies in their own right, not terrible. But from the mythos standpoint of Resident Evil, if he had just followed the goddamn games, because they have fantastic stories, and you mm-hmm. could have gotten an hour and a half, two hours easily. Out of those, but you can't follow them obsessively. Yeah, yeah. You gotta give. And that's you gotta like make if changes. someone if someone were to make like a Fallout game, a Fallout movie, you you could do that. You could do it. You yeah. would have to. And I feel like something something like Fallout is so expansive and loose. In fact, if you were you, real loose, with you it. could yeah. you could make a Fallout movie where the protagonist is a vault dweller and then they're released into the mm-hmm. into the wasteland and then they have to do a task that they were assigned like find their dad or find the water chip or find the water chip again or mm-hmm. find who shot them in the head 
um, or find their son, something like that. It could be a movie. I got two movies for you. Yeah. One is a very loose and esoteric Mad Max. Well, yeah, yeah. Second one, The Postman. The Postman. Stars Kevin Costner. It came, I want to say it came out about, it was like either before or after Waterworld. Uh, I, okay. I actually like Waterworld. It's a fun movie. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Yeah. It's kind of dumb, but it's still, it's fun. Yeah. But uh, The Postman is post-apocalyptic and it's exactly what it sounds like. He's the postman. Sweet. So it's falling to Vegas. Exactly. And I thought that's why you would enjoy it. Uh, um, anime do video game adaptations all the fucking time. Yeah, that's true. And those anime are pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Like Persona 4. Yeah. That's a pretty popular show. And 5. Yeah. I, I hope it gets a fucking TV show. It's fucking good. Well, and also like... um. A lot of video game, a lot of anime are based mm. off of visual novels, yeah. which are video games, as far as I can tell. I don't know. I don't yeah, know a lot at, about them. At but, this point, yes. And, and, and I've seen some of those anime without playing the game, so I don't know mm. how good of adaptations they are, but they're not bad shows. Yeah. You know how, like, if you compare the Harry Potter movies to the Harry Potter books? Yeah. It's like that. Okay. Because Persona 4, uh, I've gotten all the way up to for the, uh, the golden ending for Persona 4, mm-hmm. which the ending is a goddamn bitch to get. Uh, but any hoozle, it's like what Travis is saying. Video games are their own media that you can consume as long as you want. Yeah. Because you have books, TV shows, movies, and now we can finally throw video games into this conversation. You consume these at different rates. Right. Like a movie, hour and a half. TV show, it can be a 24 episode season, like Supernatural. Mm -hmm. A book can take you weeks, months, or a night to finish. Mm Mm-hmm. And then a video game is very similar. You have something like, uh, what was that game a few years ago that people got pissed because it was like seven hours long, but it looks beautiful? I think you have it. The Order, 1886. The Order, yeah. The Order, 1886. It's yeah. a beautiful game, but it is like six minutes long. Pretty much. And also pretty boring. I don't <laughs> like that game. <laughs> but then you have something like Persona 4, Fallout, Skyrim, Persona 5. Right. That will take you hundreds of hours. Yeah. I'm like a quarter, a third of the way into Persona 5. 110 hours in. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And like any Pokemon game, yes. I will always have at least 100 hours before I am to the last city. Yeah. Or before I am to the final four. So I understand chopping it down to that hour and a half or the 30 minute chunks is a bitch to do. Right. But you can do it. It just, you have to yeah. not be married to the game. Yeah. Exactly. Like, uh, uh, the- I will say the Castlevania adaptation on Netflix Ooh. is wonderful. Okay. The Castlevania adaptation I, that is, is one thing. really good. They, they kept to the source material enough, mm-hmm. but they also gave it so much of its own spin that it feels Ooh. fresh. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking if I... Well, and actually, I'm going to stop us right here. I'm not going to continue mm. because I have an assignment for you guys. Okay. Is it to watch Castlevania? I can do this. Um, well... <laughs> Yeah, but no. Next, for the next episode, mm. okay. I want each of us to choose a pre-existing property that we love and then write or plan our own, how would we do this movie? 
How okay. would we do this movie adaptation? All right. I was doing this anyway. You Holy were. shit. Yeah, we kind of got into it today. Yeah. But I want to go into detail. I mean, okay. I want most of the first portion of this episode for next for next time to be us going through our movies. All right. We got this. So. Also, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you want to do any, this with us. Yes. If you yeah. have a movie, movie adaptation in mind or a book adaptation or something, how would you do yeah. it? Yeah. Let us, let us know. know. Let us know. Hey, ass butt podcast at gmail.com. At Twitter ha- at, at Habcast, Instagram, or Habcast at Tumblr.com. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think I want to leave it there. Let's <laughs> yeah, watch this episode. That's good. We, yeah, we are pretty, we're going pretty long this time. All right. What is, what's happening? Oh, this so one the is... episode is called Something Wicked, or alternatively, Something with the Wicked This Way Comes. Okay. What's it about, Travis? Sam and Dean. Okay. Go to place and it's it's a haunted house okay and they walk in the house and it's totally black it's totally dark in the house and then they hear the click of someone starting a tape recorder or a tape player and then the song I Put a Spell on You comes on. <laughs> and a black cat walks out and says the phrase, something wicked this way comes. And then three witch sisters come and turn them into toads. Well, you are so very wrong. You are so <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. From beginning to end, you're wrong. I don't even think there's a house. You're so wrong. I think he did the same thing for the end of last he episode. He did, yeah. Yeah, it was, I was like, like I, I realized it around the time yeah. the black cat got introduced. All right, well, yeah. let's watch it and find yeah, out. let's find out. Okay, before back. no, before we start, I have to tell everyone about what just happened. What just happened, Travis? We watched, happened, Travis? We watched the episode, and then we were like, "Okay, let's start recording." I said, "All right." So I go and I grab myself a can of Coke, and then as I'm sitting down, Ari picks up the can of Coke and goes, "Oh, thank you." And that was some Looney Tunes bullshit. Like, let me cut off one slice of the pie and then give you one slice and I get the whole pie. That's some bull- some Looney Tunes ass shit. And then Ben is like, it's okay, bro. I got you. <laughs> he goes and gets a can of Coke. And as he's handing it to me, he goes, oh, whoops. And then flips the can of Coke around and goes, oh, no, this one was mine. I can't... <laughs> Uh, I can't even. Yeah. I, I practiced contact juggler or jugglery for a while. Yeah. Here's the best thing about that that Travis didn't mention. After I said thank you, I popped to the can. Of yeah, you opened it, and the sound that that made sounded like victory. <laughs> that was amazing. I feel like that that's also something you've always wanted to do to someone. I mean, my goal in life is to be an asshole, so yes. (laughs) Travis and I get along so well because we have very similar goals. Yeah. My goal is to be the most unhelpful person of all time. Yeah. Ari's goal is to be an asshole. Yeah. So it goes on real well. Yeah. Yeah. Our apartment is just shenanigans. Pretty much. It really is. Every time I'm here. Shenanigans. (laughs) So much shenaniganery. Um, Anyway... Let's right, talk well, about this episode we just talk watched. Talk about this episode. 
Uh, I think it's my turn to sum up. Yeah, it probably is. I'm going to keep the sum up quick this time. Yeah. Cool. And then we'll talk about it. We say that. I'm going to sum it up quick. Yeah. We're going to not interrupt you. I'm practicing for the season finale. Okay. It's rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. So we cold open on this little girl. Uh, she's just gotten into bed and she's looking out the window and there's this scary hand come and then it opens the door and then it comes and it sucks her soul out. Yes. Okay, I went too fast. I'm that sorry. was very fast. I was like, all right, we're about to listen to a two-minute rendition of this entire episode. Okay. <laughs> you could do that. Sam and Dean yeah. have been sent to Michigan to... Wisconsin? No. Wisconsin? Michigan. Wisconsin. The sum-up isn't going It was well. Wisconsin. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sam and Dean are sent to Wisconsin because all these kids are dropping sick. And Sam's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if this is really like a supernatural thing or maybe they just all have a pneumonia. And Dean's mm. like, no, dad sent us here. It's definitely a supernatural thing. So they get there and they go to the hospital pretending to be CDC workers. And uh, Sam and Dean talk to the doctor and they're like, the doctor's like, yeah, I was just about to call you guys. Like six or seven kids have gotten sick. And Sam and Dean are like, why? How? This is crazy. And the doctor mm. goes, nobody knows. We think it's pneumonia. They're not responding to antibiotics. Um, and it's weird because it's going through families. Mm. It's just not attacking the parents. Yeah. So, like, only the kids are getting sick. One day, one sibling gets sick, and the next day, another sibling gets sick. And Sam and Dean are like, that is freaking crazy. And Dean immediately is like, I know what it is. It's a goddamn Striga. Yeah. And Sam's like, what are you talking about? And <laughs> Dean's like, no, I am super serial. It is a Striga. And meanwhile, while this is going on, we're getting flashbacks to Sam and Dina's children. And, like, we see, we get a little bit into their life. Like, John's like, hey, Dean, take care of your brother. And Dean's like, aye, aye, I am 10 years old. <laughs> and Sam is being, you know, a six-year-old. And he's yeah. like, I want Lucky Charms for dinner and breakfast and lunch always. And we see, like, Dean, um, like, sacrifice, hit the Lucky Charms that he wanted to eat for Sam. It's very sweet. Mm. Um and uh, back in the present, uh, Sam and Dean are searching for the Striga, and they think it might be this old woman, mm. um, which the Striga is a witch, a, an Albanian witch, who sucks the life force out of children, can be anybody, but they prefer kids, mm. and during the day, they just look like you something and me, in, yeah, right? Something innocuous. Yeah. But usually an old, feebled woman. Mm. And so Dean's like, you know, I saw an old, feebled woman in the hospital, where several of those tend to be. Mm. Maybe it's her. <laughs> and so Sam's like, yeah, okay, hospital. Mm. But then they go check it out, and it turns out she's just blind. Yeah. She's a blind old lady. With an, with an upside down crucifix on the racist. wall. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because people keep coming in, like, pranking her and stealing her stuff. Yeah. So they would put the crucifix upside down. See, I think she was just, a, like, an old, haggardly lady who just thought everyone was stealing from her. Oh, okay. And but I somebody think... was... Yeah. Putting the cross up. Yeah. There's no way it just fell upside down. Yeah, that's true. Well, the way he just spun it. Actually, I have a slight theory about this, but let's finish the episode recap first. I'm going to guess what the theory is, but let's get to it. Okay. So, um, Sam and Dean are like, okay, these Striga are invincible. We can only kill them with consecrated iron bullets while they're feeding. That's mm. when they're vulnerable. Yeah. And... 
they are visiting a motel uh, to, you know, stay there while they're researching this. Mm. And they realize that there are two kids at this hotel and the younger brother, Asher, has been attacked by the Striga. Oh, so it's going to come after Michael. Yeah. And Michael and Asher have a very similar dynamic to Sam and Dean, where the mom's gone a lot and he's left to take care of the hotel and his brother, Michael is. Mm. You know, so Dean is really like, oh, I'm looking at these kids and they remind me of my own life. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the failed attack on the woman, Sam is researching, like, like how long the streak has been in action and how long it's been attacking kids. And he gets back to the 1890s, and he sees a picture with the doctor in it! Oh! oh no! And it turns out the doctor is the Striga. And Sam tells Dean this as he's on the phone in the hospital with the mom and Asher. And the doctor comes up and is like, I'm going to do anything I can. And Dean's like... Fuck you. (laughs) He doesn't say that, but he says it with his eyes. Oh, yeah. And. This was a family show at the time. It really was. It really was. Dean gets back to the motel. Sam and him regroup. And Dean's like, we have to kill this thing. Mm. We have to kill this thing. And Sam's like, yeah, no, I'm on board with killing it. But how? And Dean goes, okay, we use Michael as bait. Because he's going to come back to get Michael because he goes through siblings. And Sam is like, that is a fucking terrible idea. Mm-hmm. And Dean goes, no, it won't work any other way. And we, it's my fault these kids are getting sick. And Sam's like, it's not your fault. Let's talk about your feelings here. And Dean, um, we, hear the, we see the rest of the flashback yeah. where Dean was you know, feeling antsy. He'd been in that hotel room by himself with his little brother for three days. Mm. So he goes to the arcade. And when he comes back, the Striga is there and it's attacking Sam. And he is about to shoot it with the consecrated iron bullets. And then his dad comes in and is like, get out of the way. And John's like, pew, pew, pew. And the Striga escapes through the closed window. But we'll talk more on that later. (laughs) And Sam's like, wow, thank you for telling me this. And Dean's like, yeah, I almost got you killed. And Sam's like, okay, well going to take several years of therapy to unpack all of this so (laughs) we'll use we'll talk to michael we'll see if he wants to like we'll we'll explain the situation to him we'll see what Mm. happens so they explain what's going on to michael and michael at first is like fucking no yeah (laughs) no i don't want to do this and sam and dean are like okay we respect that decision we're not going to force you into it um you know we'll find another way and then Mm. michael comes back and is like but will it save my brother and Sam and Dean are like, maybe? <laughs> oh, I don't know. And Michael's like, okay, I'll do it. And so they get a nanny cam set up yeah. in Michael's room. Yeah. They're like, look, kid, we're going to run to the room as soon as the monster comes. We're going to tell you to get out of the fucking bed. We will not shoot you. Mm. We are experts. You're going to be fine. And Michael's like, Michael's probably like 14. Yeah, probably. You think? Like 13, 14? I don't think he's that old. 12? I think 12, he's 11. He's definitely 12, older yeah, than 10. 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah. 12, 13. Something right. like that, yeah. Um, And Dean's like, it's going to be okay. And so uh, Dean and Sam are on stakeout. Michael can't sleep a wink. Can't imagine why. Yeah. Um, And Dean and Sam are like, okay, let's catch this fucking thing. And uh, the Striga 
starts tapping on the window pane. Just creeping. It opens the window very creepily. It starts going to Michael. Sam's like, are we going to go We're doing this. plug a cap in his ass? Mm-hmm. Dean's like, not yet. Hold. Yeah. Hold. And the, the Striga is like on Michael. It yeah. is very upsetting. Yeah. And Dean's like, okay, now. And they try to shoot it. And they it stops eating, so it's still invulnerable. Mm. And um, the Striga attacks Dean. And then it gets on Sam. And it starts sucking the life force out of Sam. And then Dean is just like, pow, 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 pow. And empties a cartridge into this fucking Striga. And we see all the little souls... Leave the Striga, and Sam and Dean are like, job well done, everybody. Michael's A-OK. Cuts to the next day. Sam and Dean are leaving. And the mom comes back, and she's like, Michael, your brother's going to be OK. All the kids are going to be OK, too. <laughs> hip, hip, hooray. Let's go. And then it ends with Sam and Dean being like, hey, it's kind of fucked up. We had to tell kids about supernatural shit. Never going to sleep again. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> and, and rock music plays. Ends. Rock music plays. Not Goo Goo Dolls was yeah, playing. They're not, they're not Goo Goo Dolls. I think. And that's my sum up. So. Sweet. I think the song was called Pupils. <laughs> <laughs> so, things about this episode. It was so much like a fucking Japanese video game, the dialogue it and the w- camera angles. <laughs> it really was. Like, the whole time you kept talking about how it looked and felt like Deadly Premonition. I couldn't stop. And if you haven't done the favor of playing Deadly, Deadly Premonition for yourself, just imagine Twin Peaks as a Japanese video game, and that's what you got. Pretty fucking much. <laughs> just goofify it a bunch. Yeah, it's yeah. super goofy. Ben, yeah. you mentioned this, and I just have to, I want to say this, because yeah. I wish that was true. So the old woman, right? The reason why Dean's like probably this lady is because she has an upside down cross. Yeah. And you say it, Ben. You say it. I'm pretty sure that old lady just rocks out to Slayer yes. all day. Yes. <laughs> I would have loved it if she was like, yeah, this is an old fucking Satanist. Yeah. Hail my lord and master. Like, Raiding blood, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she's just oh like, God. I love heavy metal. Don't know what to tell you. But I think your theory about her and the doctor was that she was just a red herring if the doctor ever saw someone like messing with her right that he would know that somebody was looking for him yes or that's my that's a theory and mine's related to that yeah. mine is he hates fucking crosses right or anything mm. consecrated or yeah. holy okay and so He's perversing them by knocking them by knocking them down. This is yeah. the doctor. Heidecker mm. is his name. He's perversing them by turning them upside down. Mm. So like they don't hurt him, I guess. I, okay. Maybe, I yeah. can get behind that. Yeah, because he has to go into that room every day and talk to that woman. I like the red herring idea better, I think. Yeah. But what I was thinking is that the doctor was doing it on purpose. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Um though that woman has fucking daredevil powers to be able to tell that. Because yeah. I don't know how yeah. Well, I, mean, I guess if, she could feel it. Yeah, or if she hears someone, like, the scraping of the wooden crucifix yeah, going upside true. down. Yeah, she's all like, right, oh, all someone's right. fucking with it again. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, she also, in her very first scene, they walk by and she just kind of, like, slowly turns her head. Yeah. yeah and it's, all as I if, could... it's as if the doctor came in and was like, hey, can you look creepy for, like, five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you be terrified? But all please? I could think about was the, the grandmother from the Baker family in Resident <laughs> Evil 7. How she just kind of, like, turns her head to look at you every time. 
follow you around. <laughs> yeah. And it's the creepiest thing of all time. Yeah. That, I will say, the scene where Sam and Dean are like, going to go shoot her, yeah. was, I was, I knew it was coming, and I was like, because <laughs> the old woman, like, Dean gets very close to her face. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, they could kiss. And the old woman's like, who's there? And I was <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> who's trying to steal that my was, stuff? Yeah. I could feel it coming. I was just, like, waiting for it. Yeah. I was like, yes, she's going to start yelling at them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing is more satisfying than seeing Sam and Dean get yelled at. I don't know why that is. I just love it. <laughs> well, it's, but, like, strange old women. <laughs> it's like watching your other sibling get yelled get at. Yeah, yes. it's like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, can we please... Let's start at the very beginning. I've heard mm. it's a very good place to start. Yeah. Can we please talk about the openings that we have to sit through every goddamn week? Oh, God. Yeah. so bad. I, I think I said something about it when it was going at yeah. the beginning of it. Because I recently watched one of the newest episodes of the show. And I'm like, Fuck. I'm really glad they got better they and better. just streamlined yeah. the yeah. fuck out of it. Yes. Because it takes so long. And do you think part of it was because they needed to fill up that airtime? Like no. they had to, they had to, because some of them are longer than others. Yeah. And I, I feel like they had to, they probably filmed a certain amount, but then they had to cut it down to such that they had to use that opening credit to fill in their broadcast time. Mm. Well, what's crazy about it is. Okay, we can see what's happening on screen, what the characters are doing, because it always starts with, like, the fire, you know, the first ten minutes of the first episode, yeah. the fire, yeah. Dean getting her bro- his brother out. And then, like, little clips of them yeah. piecing together the plot throughout the series. The season, yeah. yeah, what they do, blah, blah, blah. So we can see that, and, like, mm. it, we're, we know what's happening. But yeah. then on the screen, there's text yeah. that's, like, two brothers <laughs> on a journey. <laughs> To yeah, find that, out what happened 22 years ago. That to their mother. To their mother died. Their father went on a quest. And granted, it was like the first season of the show, and they were trying to hook people in. Yeah. So I feel like that that's like their, that's their visual hook. I mean, yeah. I probably yeah. would have been pretty enticed by that in 2004. Well, it's like a step oh, above I absolutely of... would have been, yeah. In a world, yes, yeah, we're two they brothers. They couldn't get a guy to do the voiceover for that, yeah. so they just put it on the screen. <laughs> Two brothers hunting down the demon who ruined their lives. And their dad is nowhere to be seen. Their dad sucks ass. And <laughs> 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 not in a good way. Uh. Yeah, but those openings do get better. Actually, I'm really looking forward to the end of season one where we mm. get the great recap. Yes. Oh, Travis, you have so much to look forward to. That's going to be in our season finale. Yes. One of the one of the best things of the show is the the road so far. Yes. The road so far. Yeah. The road thus taken. Yeah. Is yeah. that is that what happens at the end of every season? The last yes. episode of every season. Just the most. And then yeah. carry on my wayward son plays. Yes. yes. <laughs> See, yes. I know some things about this show. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh man. Can we talk about that opening scene with the little girl who is just yeah. like okay? That there is something scene... with that I want to talk about. Okay, tell me. Um, tell me. But you it. you go first because it's it kind of happens in order. That entire scene was to be like, look at this adorable little girl. Yeah. And her caring, loving father. And she's about to get fucked she's, up. She's about to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It starts with a prayer. As yeah. if trying to emphasize the fact that God isn't listening. Like, it is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
There's something I want to say in a joke I can't make for like ten seasons. <laughs> we'll be there closer than you think. Sooner than you think. Yeah. Not closer. All right. Get it together, um, Kobler. So with this whole the witch coming into the window, a big thing, and it's been a big trope in like horror movies, especially dealing with kids and yeah. overactive imaginations. Mm-hmm. It's it's this big trope of like the wind knocking around tree branches right. and making it hit the window. Where are these people not trimming their fucking trees? Okay, yes. Because I have a note on that. I live in a state, we all live in a state where we trim our fucking trees okay. if they start wrapping on our windows. Because that is a tornado hazard. I wrote down, I wrote down, it's as if these people went to Party City and bought a fake Halloween yeah. tree to <laughs> To gently wrap the window. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly what was happening. Yes. Like on the set, they yes. had the silhouette of the branch, and then they just had like two interns holding these branches, <laughs> two going PAs being like, I'm sure that's exactly what was happening. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, like this trope kills me every time because, yeah. like, even if. Because, like, the city will trim trees if they are, like, getting close to power lines, and, like, my dad owns a tree trimmer. I've used it a lot because guess what? Trees kept hitting my fucking window. <laughs> and I was tired of that shit. Yeah. Okay, we have to talk about something that you mentioned at the end of the episode because every time the streak is about to come into their room, it doesn't just pop in, right? Yeah. It's not it, the it, fucking like, neighbor theory, from. It's not Kramer. <laughs> It like reaches its weird yeah, tree. It's hand. like because like part of it is it is like kind of camouflaging itself with the tree, right? Yeah. Its hand Which, is like so long, spindly. Yeah. Well, it's like in, if in the episode the piano hands. In the episode, they pinpoint like the thi- the places where these kids have gotten attacked. It's mm. all around the hospital. Mm. I also think it's where the most untrimmed trees are. <laughs> yeah, in Vancouver. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. If I, if there is, okay, I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to become a writer on Supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to add one line and then travel back for you guys. And it's going to be, huh, weird that all the places this place, the streak is attacking is around, you know, trees. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so it has this kind of like camouflage. Did it only have four fingers, like a thumb and three? Yeah, it looked like that. It kind of looked. Well, it looked. It looked it very looks, non-human. The, the, yeah, because the fingers were also very long. The, yeah. Each of those fingers is probably a foot long. Each of those fingers was the length of my fucking like arm. Yeah, the imagery from the Striga really reminded me of the the rake, the creepypasta about that thing. Yeah, or yeah. yes, or salad um, fingers. Yeah, the hands did remind yeah, me of salad fingers. Yeah, but so it, it was yeah. like creep up real slow and mm. unlatch the window and then. Yeah. Well, there is like the uh, don't ask me how I know this, but you can use like a knife to undo a window. Undo do you think it's weird fingernails are able to do that? Yes, I think that's what the uh, the shtick of that was. You think you just used magic though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a witch. I don't know. Loctus unlocktus. <laughs> no, Alohomora. <laughs> Obviously, Ben. That went exactly the way I wanted Obviously. it to. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to start talking about Harry Potter later on. Oh, cool. So am I. Actually, I'm not. But I'm going to talk about witches. Um, also, can we talk about the first time we see the Striga? Because I was like, ooh, 
girl. In the cold Moisturizer. Open? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, girl, get some panty, like something. Yeah. It, it was like a bad turkey. Neutrogena. It was yeah. a bad yeah. say, You said something about Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, I was yes. like, is this... Em- it's Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, just stealing souls. Em- yeah, Emperor Palpatine breaking in. Stealing kids' souls. Being very uncomfortable over children. Yeah. Was this, <laughs> this episode wasn't so much scary as it just was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. it had this, you know, monster just leaning over children very at, closely. At the end, when Sam is getting his life essence sucked out... Yeah. You and I, Travis, were both like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Because it's definitely like a kiss of life situation. Like, I get uncomfortable when people are like, not even that close to me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it did kind of look like a Dementor from Harry Potter as well. That's exactly yeah. what I was right. going to yeah. say. Yeah. That That's what I was going to say is we're, we're about to start talking about what where, where the Striga comes from soon. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like the Dementor, uh, J.K. Rowling took uh, mm. inspiration from to make her Dementors. Because it's that same situation. It's a creepy, like, black-cloaked, spindly monster that crawls up on you and sucks your life essence out. I bet. Well, kind of. Kind of? Strigas don't actually suck life essence. Oh, yeah? Are but there we'll any, get to that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, are there any more thoughts on the episode before we start talking about oh, the Oh, I have monster? a lot of thoughts on the episode. Oh, yeah? yeah, we haven't even begun. Oh. That's true. We're just beginning. Oh, is there a page two of those notes? No, okay. but we have to talk about... Oh, that's right. John Winchester's A-plus parenting. Yes. John Winchester's A-plus parenting. If this was but... a video podcast, I would have put big, like, spinny words, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. jump, 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 Um, uh... Oh, can we talk about the cutest thing that happened in the episode? It was, was it? so yeah, it was cute. in the flashback, right? Yes! Yeah. Ugh, I died. So Tiny Sam is being served SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs. And he goes, I don't want any more SpaghettiOs. 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 Any more SpaghettiOs. It was so cute. I was like, oh my God, I want to take you home. You're so tiny. Okay. I want to put you on a shelf. I will say it's pretty cute, like in the context of media. Yes. But that, that was like a pet peeve of mine when I was that age. Yes. I hated, I've always called things by their proper name. I always have as, even as a kid. You never misspoke as a kid? No, not really. Okay. Well, like, I, I mean, a like lot, so. probably, but my parents said I was always very like proper with my grammar and stuff. Look, I couldn't pronounce the word cinnamon until I was like thirteen. Wow. So, wow, <laughs> don't judge. All right. Um, no, it, it's actually a pet peeve of mine in fiction too when it's overused because right. kids are not idiots. Like sometimes it's just like it's like look overdone. at look, yeah, look at how naive this child is because yes. they can't pronounce anything. Look at how right? cute and tiny and angelic mm. this child is, and that they they're just like talking like they're doing baby talk and yeah. i do find i do hate that but yeah. every once in a while i think it's just very cute but this yeah. was a cute moment because yeah. it was like oh here's 10 year old dean looking out looking after six-year-old sam yeah uh and they're just you know doing their best yeah it's kind of sad sad yeah. cute i wasn't yeah. even my parents didn't my parents didn't leave me alone like with my sister or alone in general until i was like Tw- uh, 11, 12, 13, maybe 12 or 13. Yeah. I started babysitting when I was 11 or 12. 
Yeah. But, like, babysitting other people's kids. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think 10's kind of young. Well, and it's also young, especially when you're like, oh, this isn't the first time it's happened. Oh, absolutely. He's saying, Dean... Like, this has been happening since Dean was probably, like, five years old. Yeah. Oh, that's an... Okay, I want to talk about some, like, things... I want to bring up some plot holes and... Or not necessarily plot holes, but I want to see what you guys think about them. Mm -hmm. In the flashback, when the Striga attacks Sam, and when he's a kid, Mm -hmm. and then he busts out of the closed window... Yeah. Why is that window closed? I don't think it was completely closed. I think it was open enough for the Striga to get in, but in the Striga's haste to leave... It just busted through the whole window instead okay. of enter, instead of exiting through the small hole it made. Closed. It did look closed, but that's I think that's what the. Oh, I thing just wanted was. an image of like the streak opens and I was like, oh, I better shut this window just in case. Don't want him to catch a cold. But <laughs> even if it was closed, when Dean came back to his hotel room, was the door unlocked? I, no. no, I don't the door remember. Was the, okay, the front door. No, that was locked. He had to re- reopen that. There is no uh, way but that if, Dean at the age of ten would have not. Well, it was also a motel room, so it just locks automatically. Yeah. No, he had to lock it himself. Oh yeah, because it was one it of those that had a key and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Before but, before key cards existed. We are <laughs> we are talking about an invulnerable monster. It's not going to give a true. fuck about diving through a window. Oh, yeah. no. No, yeah. that's not the problem with it. I'm yeah. just saying that, like... Like, how did it get in? In every yeah. other situation, yeah. it opened the window and left the window open. Because we hear kids talk about it. The reason right. why Michael is like, it's my fault that Asher's sick... Because the again, window is parallel open. for Dean. I should have latched yeah, the window. Yeah, I should have made sure the window was latched. Hmm. Or in, in, in the father in the beginning, who has the two daughters... Because the mm-hmm. cold open, it's the two girls, right? Yeah. Um, who are in the hospital... She, they're like, I mean, I guess they got it from the open. Like, I guess they got pneumonia from the open window. Like, I thought it was closed, but she must have opened it herself. And so, in every other case, it didn't leave the window closed. But I just love the idea. It's like it's in the Striga's early days. It's not quite as practice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's very polite. She just loves to close windows and make sure everybody's you know stays warm and shit. <laughs> but yeah, it also I, turned on the light in Sam's bedroom. It did. Yeah. Oh, it did. Because Sam, when we look. Sam was like, Striga was like, look, I've got bad eyesight. Did it turn on the light or was the light still on? No, the light. They turned on the light. That's how Dean knew that something was up. Oh, okay. Because Sam's bedroom was slightly open and the light was on. Right. So the Striga closed the door most of the way and turned on the light. Huh. Because when he left, the light was off and the door was open. Right. Okay. Was baby Sam laying sideways on the bed in that scene? Yes. Yeah, probably. Which also means the Striga moved him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or he's just one of those weird kids that sleeps at weird angles. I was like that. Well, in, yeah. the, in the scene, okay, the scene before Dean leaves where he looks in on Sam, Sam is tucked in normally. Yeah. Under the covers, sleeping, lights off, door open. Yeah. Which means the Striga opened, went through its hole... Hiss, 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 finger thing. <laughs> Opened the 
window, turned around, closed the window, mostly shut the door, turned on the light, repositioned Sam, and then started sucking out its soul. It had a process, is all yeah. I'm saying. Well, maybe it was when the Striga was younger and it had more energy to do that stuff. I guess. Yeah, it was younger. <laughs> yeah. L- more immortal. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, yeah, that's how immortality works, right? I just right? love that. I just love that. Then the Striga was like, I mean, I'm peckish, but I'm not like super hungry. Yeah. <laughs> it would have had to made the bed and then like yeah. Sam yeah. back down. How, how heavy of a sleeper was Sam? Oh, God. Probably he must have slept deep. like the dead. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. And then the other plot hole-ish thing that I have is that Sam is six. Yeah. Right? At the youngest five. Yeah. Do y'all remember things from when you were six? Not Sign, everything, obviously. There's like very... Like, the biggest things I can remember. Okay. I feel like it's pretty big when you nearly die because a witch comes into your room and tries yeah. to kill you. Well, and your Sam didn't realize that he nearly died. Yeah. That's a big yeah. thing. All, yeah. all Sam knew is that he was woken up by guns. I don't even think he knew that. Sam, yeah. Okay. My whole thing is because that Sam I, doesn't seem to remember this I, at all. I think Sam was unconscious until the Striga was, like, vanished. Yeah. Okay. So he woke up, and his dad was clutching him. Yeah. The window was broken. Mm-hmm. Dean was there with a shotgun, and he was just like, this is normal. I mean, this probably. Is... Yeah, no, that wasn't me John making a Winchester's joke. John Winchester's A-plus That parenting. was me being like, yeah. this is normal yeah. for them. Um, real quick before we get into, like, the stuff. Yeah. And I mean the stuff. The stuff. Any other general thoughts about this episode, like, just, yeah. like, that sort of thing? I got a goddamn qualm. A qualm? Yes. Uh, it's a trope, as you went through earlier with uh-huh. the tree branches, things that piss me off in shows and movies. Uh, it happens when somebody throws a punch. It happens right before somebody shoots somebody. If you yell out, hey, and you're sneaking up on somebody and you want to make contact and make sure you hit the person, mm-hmm. just throw the punch or pull the fucking trigger. Yeah, don't say hey. Don't say hey, hey, jackass. (laughs) Just pull the fucking trigger. That's that's an anime thing where it's like... Yeah! Spirit gun! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. Why do you have to telegraph your attacks? Exactly. Yeah. At the end, when Sam and Dean are going after the Striga, you just hear Sam yell, hey, and then they start shooting, which was long enough for the Striga to apparently turn back on at its invulnerability. Well, it only is invulnerable when it's eating. That's, so if yeah. it's not so it's doing the soul sucky thing, or it's only vulnerable when it's eating, yeah. So if it's not doing the soul sucky thing, it's yeah. not invulnerable. Right. So why so say yeah, hey? That was a terrible decision. Yeah. Fuck you, Sam. God you deserve damn. to have your soul stolen almost. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's, Nobody deserves that. Yeah. But whatever. Um, that, was the, that, that was the hill I die on. Mm-hmm. What, another thing is that um, this, witch, <laughs> this witch is super... Into its aesthetic. Yeah. Like most demons and most monsters are. They are all about aesthetic. You, Hakusho, taught me one thing. Yes. Monsters are all about aesthetic. And this witch, the Striga, is all about looking like a tree. Yeah. And creeping into windows and wearing a big old cloak. Yeah. And then sucking out souls. I would kind of like... I think there's a little bit of an... Allusion to this story. 
mainly with like the the state the tale of uh, immortality and things like that. And the name kind of sounds similar. What is the story? Doctor Heidegger's experiment. Uh, the guy uh, somehow figures out the immortality because he is given the uh, water oh, yeah. of the fountain of youth. And the doctor is named Doctor Heidegger. Yeah, who is immortal. It's. It's spelled uh, H-E-I-D-E-G-G-E-R-S. Oh, okay. Right. A little different. Yeah. But it's a homophone. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it definitely could be a reference. Yeah. Um, and maybe the captions just spelled it wrong. Maybe? Mm, I think that's... I don't, with, with, with what we saw today, that's a fair possibility. Yeah. yeah the captions... True. So, like we always mention, we watch this show with the captions on. Because um, we're one-sixth deaf. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but there were, there would be moments where, um, a name would pop up. Like someone would say, um, okay, have a good night. What? Michael. Michael. Yeah. But it yeah. would say have like the character would just say, have a good night. Yeah. But then it'd be comma Michael or mm. Hey, Michael comma, have a good night. Yeah. And I think it was just because for people that are actually hearing impaired and deaf, um, to give them context of what character is talking to who. Hmm. Um, because, like, we see in, in like, helicopter shots of the... Or faraway shots of the car where you can't see Sam and Dean's lips moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, like, Sam, colon, saying this. Right. Dean, yeah. colon, saying this. And so I think that was a more subtle way of saying... This is the character this they're character, referring to. They're, they're referring to this character. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah I can see that. Yeah. Um, things we liked about this episode... I liked the monster. The monster was fun. Mm-hmm. It looked cool. Uh, the flashback scenes were cool because sometimes, you know, like flashbacks are just there for no reason. Yeah. But for like exposition and everything like that, I thought that was cool. Uh, I thought the monster was very threatening. Yeah. Yes. Um, especially in the fact that it targets children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was... Mm. It was freaky. Yeah. And it... Um, we mentioned this in our episode about Dead in the Water. Uh, Dean is actually very good with dealing with kids. Yeah. And I feel like Dean has a soft spot for kids. Hmm. And so I think that's one of the reasons Dean was so driven to figure out this mystery. Because it was kids that were being in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also just the fact that he feels like he's failed. He feels responsible right, yeah. for he, all the kids who yeah, have died mm. since the Striga escaped Right. Back when, you know, they were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll talk about more in our John Winchester sitting on section. Yeah. So. <laughs> Strap in. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I also liked, uh, we got to see some, like, brotherly, yeah. you know, yeah. teasing. Good, come Good emotional moments. Um, specifically, I want to talk about the bikini inspector scene. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Uh, Sam walks in, and he's like, they're walking to the hospital. They're being like, hey, we're from the CDC. And Sam's like, I'm not using this fucking. I'm not using this it fake It says ID. bikini inspector. <laughs> and Dean's like, yeah, it'll be fine. She's not going to look funny. at it. She's yeah. not even going to ask to look at it. Yeah. And, and she does. She does. Yeah. yeah. And Sam's just like, here it is. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> like... <laughs> and he like covers up a picture too. Yeah. He's just like, boop. I got Okay, that's me. <laughs> It almost makes me wish that something like psychic paper existed in this world. Oh, yeah. That would so, be cool. Yeah, because it would be way easier for them. Yes. <laughs> but alas. Alas. It, it is not. Nope. Not yet. So. I'm just throwing that out there to mess with people who haven't seen the show. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> you guys want to talk about 
John Winchester? Yeah, let's yeah, talk about let's... John Winchester's A-plus parenting. It's an A-plus hole. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so we're all agreed that John Winchester's a piece of shit, right? Yeah. I, I think he had his moments, but I think they were just, like, nuggets of gold in the turd. Yeah. Well, that's pretty... I mean, that's pretty common for, like, all abusive relationships. Yeah. Is that you'll have the abused look back fondly on the times that they were, you know... Not being abused? Yes. Yeah. Because, it, look at it this way. When you've gone so long without bread, you crave crumbs. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, like, and that's, I don't, I don't have anything else to say other than that, but about that. But um, In a positive way. Yes. So, let's lay, lay it on the, lay on the thickness of the badness. John definitely set up Sam to be bait. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. When he yeah. was six. Yeah. That was very obvious. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, he knew that if he was gone for an extended period of time, Dean would start getting cabin fever, mm -hmm. and he'd want to leave, which John Winchester may have even opened the opened the window for the stranger yeah. to come in. He was... The reason why it's so clear is, mm. one, it parallels very well with what Dean and Sam have to do for Michael. Yeah. yeah. Right? And two... John is right there when right he's there. attacked. Yeah, yeah. right he before. He comes in and he's like, my gun is at the ready. There yeah. is no way he could have known unless he set it up. Absolutely. There's just no way. Like, he I'm pretty mm. sure he doesn't have, like, a dad spidey sense. No. A John Winchester spidey sense where he's like, my kids are in trouble. Away! Yeah. Dad, form, activate! Yeah, there's just not, it's just not no. possible. Because that'd be going off all the time. And that doesn't even get into just the general neglect of leaving your children in a hotel room for days when they're that young. Yeah. Putting on a 10-year-old the responsibility of a parent, mm. leaving them without enough food or healthy food. Yeah. I mean, their options were SpaghettiOs and, and Lucky, Lucky Charms. Yeah. At least they had some milk. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta build up them bones. Yeah. So that they're strong when they're broken later by demons. Yep. I got two things about the about John setting them up. Mm-hmm. And about Sam and Dean talking to Michael about being okay about being used as bait. Uh, if they had just done what their dad had done, it may have gone more, like, just more smooth. Because he didn't let them know or clue them into the plan. If they, because they knew the thing was coming from Michael. Mm -hmm. If they had just set up the nanny cam while he was out, out and about helping people in, in the hotel. And just set that up and then just waited. See, I feel like that's what makes them different, though. Is yeah. That they, yeah. They asked for Michael's permission. That's yeah. what makes them better. That, yeah. It is what makes them yeah. better, but you got to give it to Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I mean, he knew how to fucking set a trap with his kids. Yeah. <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah. Good, good job. Good job. Mm, but no, okay. it's, I do understand the yeah. whole like being more honest and open but that Giving way, them the choice, yeah. preparing them if something goes south. Yeah. Be because if they had gone the way of John Winchester, they may not have had to explain to the kid about the supernatural. And he wouldn't have, mayhaps, not needed therapy. Okay, let's put this in real world, real, real world terms, which okay. we can definitely do in Alabama. And go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and put a trigger warning on this. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about some Virginia. uncomfortable child abuse, sexual molestation. Okay. All right? Yeah. Let's pretend that I am a parent. Okay. And I want to catch a child molester. 
Okay. So I, I leave a child as bait. All right. I don't tell them what's happening. Mm-hmm. I just expect everything to work out. Yeah, I see where I see yeah, your chances point. are yeah. it's yeah. not going to work out. Which, yeah. by the way, has happened in Alabama. Just so everybody's clear. All right. Yeah. yeah. Untriggered warning. What I'm saying is that with it is never a good idea to put a child in danger like it, that. That's very true. It yeah. is never a good idea. Yeah. However, it the least you can do is inform them of the situation. Yeah. Do everything you can to protect them. Other differences. John was not there for days. Yeah. He left them alone for days. So, they had no way of knowing that he was coming back if shit went south. Yeah. Sam and Dean were right outside the room. They were mm. watching the entire time. Yeah. We have no indication that that's what happened with John. Exactly. And as we said earlier, the shrieker must have been there for at least a minute or two. Yeah. Yeah, because it took so long to crawl in the window. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, had to turn on the lights and shut the door and <laughs> make the bed, make the bed, move Sam. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. So John could have been right. Yeah. Right on the other side of the door, ready to pounce. And instead he left it to his son. Yeah. But I think when you picked up a shotgun that was about the same size as him. Yeah. yeah. Almost as tall. Yeah. Yeah. If it had been a full barrel, uh, full uh, stock shotgun, it would have been just as tall as him. Yeah. Well, the way that John did it, he didn't give Sam any chance to escape. Yeah. He didn't. Because, um, again, major difference. Dean was like, hey, man, as soon as we're in the room, you get under the bed. You get out of that situation. Yeah. Mm. Sam had no idea what was happening, was asleep, and had no way to protect himself. Yeah. Like... What Sam and Dean did was not good. However, it is worlds different from what yeah. John did to them as children. Yeah. It was streets ahead. Sorry, I have a lot of feelings about this. Because yeah. <laughs> I hate seeing children in danger. Yeah. I hate it. I think that's, like you said, that's why this episode is so... Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah. it's also so good in that same sense. Because yeah. it succeeds in making you uncomfortable. Yes. Mm. And then the catharsis comes when Dean unloads... A clip into the Striga. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, not that I needed any more reason to just mm. be like, fuck, John, Jesus Christ, I'm a pan basket. Yeah. Well, we are talking about a Vietnam veteran. Yes. Whose wife died in a goddamn firewall, like just on the ceiling. Yes. Uh, he's not going to be thinking clearly. I'm not trying to defend the man. I'm just saying if. CPS existed at the time. CPS existed at the time. Well, if they had gotten that paperwork. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sam and Dean would be leading different lives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's <clears throat> that's the true like tragedy of John Winchester is that he let revenge take the place of his yeah. sons. All, All for, for revenge. revenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a good one too. <laughs> You need to play MGS5, okay. god damn it. Okay. Uh. But the the crux of the video game is that revenge is a terrible thing to waste your life on. Yes. Much like John Winchester. Yes. Yes. Yep. Much like Dean and Sam. Yeah. Because when you're driven by revenge, you may just 
accidentally start a billion dollar burger chain. <laughs> <laughs> if that happened, that would have been amazing. No, that actually happens in that game. Yeah, there right. Is, I'm saying is, it happened in Supernatural. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, There's a character in Metal oh, Gear Solid 5, and his name is uh, Kazuhira Miller. Uh-huh. Uh, but in the very first game he's introduced, they call him McDonald Miller. Like, Kazuhiro McDonald Miller. Mm-hmm. And in this game, which is supposed to, like, bring everything full circle, there is a series of audio recordings with him talking to this guy, who, and they're talking about how to make the best burger in the world. And, um, like, the best tasting burger ever. And he spends thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, making, like, a delicious burger that's all natural and all healthy and, like, it's all the best of everything. Mm -hmm. And the dude's like, no. That's not the best burger. I want a burger like I remember when I was a kid. It's gotta be made of, like, chemicals and shit. Yep. And so... Oh, so it's Ron Swanson versus Chris Traeger. Yeah. (laughs) Parks and Rec. Yes. so they basically... He basically invents McDonald's to make this burger for this guy <laughs> because it's the 70s. Yeah. It's like okay, the, it's no. like the 60s and 70s. You would love the story around MGS5. Yeah. Okay. I don't is. know how you would feel about the gameplay, but I mean, I'll check it out. Yeah. I will check it out. If anything, I'll buy it and you can watch me play it. Yeah. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Probably cheaper. Black Friday 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, back on topic. I actually think about John Winchester a lot in my own life because... (laughs) Really? Yeah, well, here's the thing. I don't hate Bruce Wayne, and he does something very similar. (laughs) And so I have, like, (laughs) rationalized why they're different and why it's okay for me to like Bruce and not like John. Mm, Well, uh, Bruce isn't surrounded by, like, things from different dimensions, and like things as old as time. Also, Hell as old as time. To Sorry. be fair, he does have a giant mechanical dinosaur in yeah. his, the Batcave that his son at the very first meeting almost dies in. <laughs> wow. He has to be saved by his other son, <laughs> Tim Drake. <laughs> Wait, which son saves which son? Tim, okay, Tim, Tim Drake, Drake saves, saves Damian, Damian Wayne. Wayne. Okay. Yeah. I love that you just knew that name. Yeah, because you have been (laughs) drilling it into my head since we moved in. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Fucking nerds. I'm going to spare you guys an hour-long conversation on Damian Wayne and the relationship that he has with Tim Drake. Yeah. For now. Uh, Travis, we'll be talking later. Anyways, (laughs) when I said spare you guys, I meant spare the listeners. Yeah, I know. Um, Uh, Where were we? John Winchester is a POS. Oh yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. I uh I just We don't have much longer until we're introduced to a who I think really raised them. Yes. True. Is as it, much as he could. Is it yeah. Pastor Jim? They mentioned Pastor Good Jim. Good guess, yeah. but no. No. They've actually mentioned two side characters this season who Caleb mm. and Pastor Jim. Mm. Caleb. Caleb was in the uh, Shadow episode. 
Yeah. He's who Dean calls mm. to figure oh, okay. out about the mm. um, Deva. That's right. That's right. Okay. Because they're setting up, they're showing like there is a network yes. of people right. working there together. There are with other this. people in their lives other than. It's John. not just the yeah. Sam and Dean show. Yeah. I mean, it is just the Sam and Dean show, but it there are other That's now. the whole show. Yes. It's the yeah. Sam and Dean show. Yeah. Sam and Dean. It's their show. Da 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 da. Bow. Nice. Um, any other thoughts about John Winchester? No. I can feel you want to defend him. I, it's not that I want to defend him. It's just that I'm thinking of like how he rationalized the plan in his head to use them as bait. Oh, I can. I know how he rationalized the plan. It's it's more it's it's more it's more like, all right, where did he park so Dean wouldn't see the car? Yeah, because it's not like he parked in front of it and stayed out there. No. Dean would have seen him when he went to the arcade. Mm-hmm. He's either like maybe he's around back. That would have been maybe better so we could see the Striga trying to go in, but the Striga would have seen him. Yeah. There's too many ins and outs and ups and downs for this to work. It's just bad plan on his on his idea. I'm just saying. Maybe like, he yeah. invented technology to turn his car invisible. A la Wonder Woman's jet. Yeah. Or the Weasley's car. Now, mm. if, if he had done that, would it be like a la Wonder Woman where it's just him it's floating around yes. on the street? <laughs> Why was that ever a thing with Wonder Woman? <laughs> because that's the joke. Because only the jet was invisible. Yeah. It, she wasn't. Yeah, why was why was that ever a thing? I can't answer that question Because it's you. funny and stupid. It that's is funny why. and stupid. I will yeah. say, at Momocon, they had a big display of like a whole bunch of like vehicles from fiction. Like There was a Mystery Machine and the DeLorean and the Ghostbusters hearse. And then there was a big empty section that someone just put up a sign that said, Wonder Woman's Invisible Jet. And I was just like, nice. I'm going to tell you the Silver Age of Comics was a crazy time for everybody, okay? Yeah, that's I all bet. I'm going to say. Supergirl dated a horse. It was fucking Whoa. nuts, okay? It's not bestiality. I gotta no, read. it was not. I gotta read this comic. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my hands on that. Yeah, um, yeah so TLDR, uh, John Winchester, not a very good father. Grade A parenting. Yeah, John Winchester's A plus parenting. Um, he just, uh, I mean, I think it's clear in the flashbacks and the majority mm-hmm. of the show, like, that shows their childhood. He's just not there yeah he left the parenting to dean and dean probably did his best yeah but like he's still a kid he's still a kid and shouldn't be on him yeah you know to take care of his brother like that i think we're going to see later on i don't remember how much farther we're going to get but i do remember there's one episode where we do really get to see the like sam and dean be kids yeah but it's like what you were talking about earlier with like abusive situations mm-hmm. and relationships. Those nuggets are few and far between yeah. if they exist at all. Mm-hmm. But say la vie, the life of a hunter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because what we're what we're seeing, because what you see with a lot of other tales of like monster hunting is that it's romanticized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's this wonderful thing and it makes you want to do it. Yeah. But we're watching in actuality what the fuck happens. Like what if if it were to happen in real life? Yeah. It's not totally realistic, right? Because you do have stuff like they escape the police so many times, the credit card scams, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. Which is probably like it's probably harder to commit a crime and escape 
I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a fucking criminal. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, if you, if we lived in a world where the supernatural existed and John and we had kids and had to chart them, like, it would be shitty. Mm. You would not do this for fun. Yeah. yeah. It would be awful. You would see horrific things every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds fucking nuts. Yeah. You guys think this show and the X-Files exist in the same universe? No. no. Why? Because um, they make reference to it. Like, Sam and Dean literally make well, reference I don't, to it. Well, I mean, like, directly, but, like, maybe the fact that the government has a division on dealing with the monsters. Because if it's happening on this level, they have to be in the know about it, right? I mean, maybe not. That's the thing about the supernatural. Mm. It's so much more unknown than, mm. like, aliens are. That's aliens show up and they're like, hey, what the fuck's up? Hey, Lamau. And then, uh, <laughs> that is literally an X-Files reference. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, if, if and the, the supernatural is like sneaking around in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. If the government knows about the supernatural, it is... Why am I a, not able to fuck a ghost right now? Mm. Sorry. That's a tough question. I got off on a tangent. <laughs> well, the T in hey ass, but does stand for tangent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, Travis, ghosts are ephemeral. Don't really have a form. I don't know what kind of uh, stimulation you would need. But what if it did? Actually, there is a bunch of speculation on how you would fuck a ghost. I can point you guys to some websites if you're curious. So Yeah. Is it specialization? Hey! <laughs> Bang! Anyway. Okay, real quick. <laughs> if the... If if the government knows it's a very small section of the government, yeah. they sure has diddly done, not given a done a thing about it yeah sure it's didn't haven't done a thing about it did i think they're at the point where they just they're just observing it right okay yeah that's what i think i don't think the government knows i I, I would like to think they do but i I gotta guess that you're right though yeah just Mm. because from the show yeah it would be kind of cool if the show at one point did introduce like yeah we're 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 creating a Division, division to yeah. regulate hunters. That would be interesting. Yeah. Have a little bit of like a civil war thing going on. Hmm. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. The Marvel movie Civil War, not the actual historical event. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that happens. Not in the way that you describe, mm. but it does happen. Interesting. Yeah. But it's it's... We need to just finish the the show. Okay. I, if we could just record every day in like six episodes, yeah, that totally spoils yeah. episodes. How we do this? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> we don't record every day because we have lives. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I live an hour away, so yeah. Yeah, there's also that. Maybe one of these days. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. That would like if there were like. If we just wanted to run through a bunch of Freak of the Week episodes at once, we could do that. Yeah, we could. Yeah. But not right now. No. Do you guys want to talk about some Striga? Yeah, tell me yeah. about this Striga. All righty. Tell me about it. One of my favorite things to do with the Freak of the Week section is to look at what Supernatural did that's different from the lore. Right. Yeah. How wrong or right they got it. Yes. And this is a bit of a mix. Yeah. It's not like the Deva where it was just like, whoa, where did all this come from? Yeah. And it's not like last week where they were like, the, with the Tulpa, where they were like, this is spot fucking on. Mm-hmm. Right. It's dead. 
kind of loosely based in correctness. Yeah. yeah. Um, the first major thing they changed is that they Striga do not suck out life essence. They're vampires. Oh, okay. They drink oh, blood. Blood. Okay. But no network show was going to show an adult man drinking a child's blood. I don't give a shit who yeah, you are. Yeah, that yeah. is... Um, Ma- yeah. Also, there are male and female Strigas. It was the thing where they target children, correct? Yes. Mm. Okay. They target uh, specifically infants um, while or small, small children while they sleep, and then to escape, they turn into an insect. Oh. Usually a bee, moth, or fly. Neat. Um... Uh... Yeah, it's, so it is an Albanian vampire witch. They were right about that. Uh-huh. And they were also, like, kind of right about the ancient Rome thing when Dean is like, well, they've been... Or Sam's like, yeah, but they're recording something from ancient Rome because Rome took over what is now current Albania yeah, and its conquest. everything. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. All of Europe, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and that during that time, it was... And I'm going to fuck this up because I didn't write it down. The Illurians? Ill... Urians? I don't know. But, yeah. So, there have been, like, the, the, the Albanian myth has been going mm. on forever. Right. Um, so, uh, um, but they do, yeah, they do target babies. Um, and there are male striga. Those are called strigu. Okay. has a U ending. Um, only the, the end of the episode where all the kids get saved, yeah, that would not happen. Oh, yeah. Because uh, only the striga herself can cure the people she drains. Um, usually by spitting into their mouth. Oh. Yeah. Gross. How would, would, do you have to convince a Striga to do that? I actually don't know how that would be. I feel like you would have to, like, solve a riddle or something yeah. to get that to happen. I didn't find any stories about what you would do when that happens, but Edith Durham, who was a pretty famous, uh, English explorer and spent a lot of time in the Balkans and Albania yeah. uh, researching like myth mythology there. She says that there were um, records of Striga after draining blood from their victims uh, going straight off to the woods to regurgitate it. What? Yeah. Mm. So that... it's not even that it needs it to survive. Strigas are just dicks. Yeah, it just likes to drink blood. Yeah, I don't oh, know. God. So maybe if you were like, hey, stop being a fucking dick. Come cure my kid. They'd be down. Huh. Um, so they're just bulimic vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or maybe blood to them is like alcohol. Yeah. So they drink all this blood and then they're like. Well, it's and like it's tequila. actually. Because yeah. it when you get into like why Strigas exist, it kind of almost as if the blood thing is just incidental. They're just doing it to get revenge. Yeah. Because um, the, it says a Striga isn't born evil, but becomes that way. After losing a child or being unable to have children themselves, and they get oh, envious, okay. so it could just so be... it's a, a bit of a Wendigo situation. Yeah, mm. like that. Yeah, these were just normal people. Okay, and then, um, you know, they couldn't have kids or they lost their kids, mm. and they were they literally got taken over by envy. Yes. Mm. Okay. Yes, it says that a, a strong belief in God will keep that from happening. Okay. Mm. Um, as with most things. Yes. Uh, uh, and then also them getting the kids getting sick afterwards as opposed to immediately dying. That's also a Striga thing huh. where the kids, you know, if it's not cured by the spitting in the mouth, the kids will fall into a coma and die. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, which in the episode is, you know, symptoms much like pneumonia. So, um, 
about the spitting in the mouth thing, does it actually have to be like spat into the mouth, or can you hunt down this striga and get its saliva and just pour it into your child's mouth? It was not that specific. Okay. You are really planning for the future. You're like, if I ever have a kid and it gets attacked by a streak, I'm going to need to fucking hey man, know. Maybe I'm thinking about moving to Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> Home of Victor Crumb. Oh, another thing Supernatural got right was the look of the streak. Yeah. I saw mm-hmm. a picture of one on a website I went to. And it was spot fucking on. I'll go ahead and put that in the show notes mm. because it was amazing. Dark cloak. The face was grayish in the same. Mm-hmm. According to the website I went to, Striga can appear usually as middle-aged women with pale eyes, usually blue or green, and a mm. crooked nose. They have the evil eye, and looking at them is supposed to make you uncomfortable. That cool. sounds like the Slayer fan from yes. the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Yes. She had that yeah. evil eye. Yeah. yeah. Um... That's pretty much where the similarities end. Yeah. Because uh, what they left out in the Supernatural episode is that you can kill a Striga. It's not just mm. immortal until it's feeding. Okay. Um, is it immortal in general and it's still killable? Like, it'll live on forever, but you can still kill it? Yeah, it's like, like the once elves it's killed, and the Lord it of the Rings. Die? Okay. Um, but supposedly what you can do is if you make a cross of pig's bone, and place it at the entrance of a church on Easter Sunday. Mm. You can trap the striga there. What the striga is doing at a church, I don't know. Maybe it's a twice a year Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But you can trap a striga there, and then while it's at the door, you can kill it. Mm. Um, you can also protect yourself using a silver coin soaked in blood and then wrapped in a cloth. Mm. And uh, you can protect children from the evil eye. And this was the cutest fucking thing I've ever read yeah. in my life. You can protect children from the evil eye. By going up to them, um, booping them on the nose, and then saying Mashahala, which means God has willed. That's adorable. Yeah, Isn't that, that so is fucking very cute? cute? Yeah. I died when I read that. I died. Yeah. Um, you can also kill a... Masha Apso. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you what? Wow, you didn't even say it right. <laughs> Did not say that right you at all. You probably gave me a hex. Shamalama ding dong. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> uh, and that is um, Islam. One of the cool things is that because... Or, Arabic. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> One of the cool things about, um, like, that area is that, the Balkans, is that a lot of that area is a mix of, like, Christianity and yeah. Islam. Mm-hmm. So the myths are influenced by both, which yeah. I think is kind of cool. That is neat. Yeah. Uh, um, because in one uh, Islamic myth, uh, Striga can be banished or killed by saying a verse of the Quran, and the Catholic myth they can be destroyed using holy water. Okay. So yeah, Striga's pretty fucking easy to kill. Neat. That's red. Yeah. That um that thing with the kids actually reminded me of this time um when my family we were taking this big trip. Uh we were all in the Mediterranean area and we were in Turkey for a couple days. Um we went to Istanbul, not Constantinople. Well, that's nobody's business but the Turks, but continue. <laughs> We were there, and we went to, like, the Grand Bazaar and everything like that. We were walking around the marketplace, and uh, I have three nieces that are younger than me. The oldest Mm. one was born in 2000, and so on and so forth. And so the youngest one, I think at the time, is only, like, five or six years old. Yeah. And they're all blonde. Like, platinum blonde hair. And uh, everyone in this market, if they got 
like if they were passing by and they got near one of my cousins, um, they like just tap them on the shoulder or kind of flick their hair or something. And my aunt was freaking out about this. She was like, "What is going on? What is this?" And then we find we're finally stopped at this one um, section of the market for a while because there's this guy, super char- charismatic. I think he's very good at talking to tourists because uh, he's explaining all kinds of stuff to us and he's trying to sell us fake watches. And that's not that's real. We like both my parents and my aunt and uncle all bought fake watches from him, uh, like like fake Rolexes. <laughs> but. Um, he he was telling uh, like he actually he had a whole bunch of jewelry and it was all really cool, um, but as he was like talking to my dad and my dad will talk to anyone so that's why we were hanging out for so long. Uh, while they were talking, my aunt kind of perks up and she's like, "Hey, why do all these people keep touching my kids? Not like you know, yeah. Why why do they keep like reaching out and like touching their hair? It's like oh, uh, having a blonde kid is like good luck, and like doing the." Do, doing that is like a it's like a good luck kind of thing, and so I think some of it might have been like the the instead yeah. of touching them on the nose, they Booping were just your doing kids. that. Yeah, booping those kids yeah. on the nose. Well, it's believed so, that babies, children, and pretty girls are especially susceptible to the evil eye. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to put on those extra protections. So. Yeah. Now, Travis, I have seen your family, and yeah. I think the other marketplace goers that day may have pointed them out and said they might be giants. <sighs> wow, rude! I mean, <laughs> you apologize to Travis. We no, we are all very tall. Yeah, like, even my mom yeah. and my sister. Like my mom is like five seven, and my sister is yeah. five six. We're all very tall people. Hmm. Um, so he's not wrong, but also we weren't like it wasn't like we were in China. Yeah, uh, or Japan. Yeah. I was making a pun on the band name. Yeah, I, I know. I got there. Okay. Yeah. Right, I know. Right. Not everyone so in Turkey offended. is short. Yeah. I hear it's a we giant place, We ruined that though. pun. Oh, Thank my you. God. Yeah. We ruined uh, it. You didn't ruin that uh, other one. Uh, yeah. Oh, one more fun fact I wanted to share is that in some regions of Albania, people, when they're building a house, will use garlic to ward off wishes, okay. witches, or will put puppets in the house to collect evil. Nice. Hmm. How does a puppet collect evil? They didn't say. Oh, I imagine well, it's read? a very special puppet. I don't know. But yeah, that's those are my fun facts about Strigus. Cool. All in all, I like this monster. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I, it was I, cool. I, mm-hmm. I loved learning about this monster. Yeah. It was yeah. very neat. I like. I like. I like things. Myths. I like things mm. that are similar to vampires, but are not vampires. Right. Yeah. 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 I like monsters that are like these are the monsters we've heard of before, but they're not quite. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. the Wolver. It's like a new spin on something. What? You know? The Wolver. What yeah. is that? Oh my gosh. First of all, I don't even know her. Okay. Hey. What is a wolver? Okay, so it is a Scottish werewolf. Oh, yeah. The body of a man and the head of a wolf. I remember. Yes, I think I've talked about it before, but just as a refresher. And in Shetland, he will leave fish on the windowsill of poor people's families so they won't starve. That's adorable. It is so fucking cute. I want to (laughs) vomit. That's pretty good. Yeah. This episode was part of me being like, Duh, children! Duh! But then the other part was me being like, so cute! Yeah. So cute! I think we were having... So I've op- had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> we were having opposite pretty, reactions to this Pretty episode. good day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I... Yeah. Hmm. It was, yeah, it was a solid day. Yeah, yeah. solid, solid day. 
So any final thoughts, questions, concerns, comments, beliefs, hopes, dreams, messages from our Lord? Just fallacies. Fallacies, misnomers, misanthropic people. Um, no. Malapropisms. But we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Hey. <laughs> ah. I got kerosene hey. in the car. Uh, I think, are we ready to talk about the next episode? I think we are. Are we? I believe it's called Providence. Providence? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen, Travis? Sam and Dean are going to meet a couple. Mm-hmm. And they're on honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And because they're in a resort. Mm. Because the resort is, like, haunted. Are we talking beach, mountain? Uh, I'll say mountain. Okay. Because mm, right. nice. that would be easier to film in Vancouver. It's true. <laughs> Sam and Dean are in, like, a mountain ski resort. And they meet this couple that are on their honeymoon. And they're like, oh, are you guys on your honeymoon, too? Because it's a gay joke. Hey. And uh, <laughs> Sure. The show loves them. Continue. Oh, there uh, was another one this episode. There was a gay joke on. this episode. It was great. But so Sam and Dean are at the ski resort and they're like, oh, are y'all on your honeymoon too? And they're like, oh, whatever. And um, then the people are, um, they get sucked into a painting and Sam and Dean have to use a vacuum cleaner to get them out of the painting. Was this Luigi's Mansion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah this was... I was thinking The Witches by Roald Dahl. Oh, yeah. Question. Uh-huh. I have an extra, a bonus question for you. What's that? We're coming up on the season finale. We're coming up on the season finale! Yeah! Any, have you gotten any new information that makes you think, like, maybe something different is happening from what you've answered before? What, what do you mean? So I give so many, I give so many fake answers. Yeah, but happening. I mean, I want to seriously ask you what you think is going to happen okay. next. Yeah. As far as the plot goes? Yeah. I think, um... Sam and Dean are going to be at a, a casino, actually. <laughs> Travis, no. I will throw those cans at you. I will throw them at you. Um, no, Sam and Dean are probably going to... They're probably going to wind up meeting back up with John. And okay. they will... And John will have new information about this thing that mm. has done the, done the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're just going to have to... Go on a quest to defeat it. All right. Well, I don't know if that's going to happen. Bullshit. But if it does, <laughs> we'll talk about it on Hey Aswell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. I had to throw that one out there. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks for listening. I'm Ari. I'm Ben. I'm Travis. You can find us at Hey Aspot. Hey Aspot. Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Habcast uh, at Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter. And, Twitter. and uh, be sure to give us an iTunes review or ra- and rating or Stitcher or Google Play. Rate and review. That's how. Yeah. And it, subscribe. And subscribe. It'll help other people find the show if you have already found it. And if you like it. Yeah. And if you like it. Or if you don't like it. Anything helps. But uh, it, it just helps get that metadata out there. Yeah. It gets it out there to help other people find the show. So please help us out with that. I know it's been like 17 episodes, but in, in our time, in this timeline, we have only just started releasing episodes, so we're only just we thinking just about it. We just released episode two. Yeah. So, please do that. Be our friend. Don't be our friend for assholes. Um, that's it. Have a good night. Day. Morning. Morning.
It's going to be great. No, I'm stack it's so these bad. It's, it's good. It's fine. We did, we did this at the cover top the other night. Yeah. I like stacking cans. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like I'm with Bob the Builder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please post that on the Habcast Instagram. Oh, yes. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad it landed on you. I'm uh, so glad. Ari, can you get the napkins? No. <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> oh, god damn it, Ben. <laughs> ben just handed him a spoon. He just handed him a little spoon. Oh, my god. <laughs> oh, revenge feels so sweet. Today is awesome. This is a good day. <laughs> oh my god. It's all over my pants. Oh. That felt so good. That felt like a massage. I'm glad I could water your crops for you. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, what were we talking about? The Striga. The Striga. <laughs> <laughs> Aftermath.